2: This
3: episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Kale Komenen. Thank you.
4: Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're Talking Tolkien.
3: We're coming to you from the shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called
2: Amanda Na 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 na. Sing
3: That's salah. Winnie's new favorite word.
2: Na na,
4: na <laughs> yeah, I heard her say that today. Actually. Bananas. Yeah, that was. Yep. Uh, yeah. She's really. I mean, mm-hmm. I think she's almost ready for the mics. She. Yeah, she might be
3: actually. Yeah. She's ready to come yeah. and you know maybe do a little quick counsel herself. I don't know. Yeah, that would be fantastic. It it would be. Well, it won't be long. Soon. We'll have her on here. I'll be dead soon, and she can take my place.
4: That's fine. <fooled> yeah. All right. Uh, this week we are saddling up partners as we cover uh, the road to Isengard as a part of our journey through Middle-earth.
3: Excellent. I love it. Yeah. Excited for this chapter.
4: Not as excited as previous chapters, but I'm excited to be here right now.
5: As yeah, I we've think... Had <clears> the, we've
4: had an exciting evening. Here's that We've had an exciting evening. I'm actually...
3: Yeah, let's save it. Let's save it. we got to get through the table of contents. Okay. Let's not... You yeah. know... Upcoming this episode, we've got our, our, our PPP, our... we got to think of another name for that. Our premium Patreon profile. I just can't uh, say it, so you know I just <laughs> beep beep beep. <laughs> Today we're we are featuring Jen Shepherd. so Goldberry will be coming up from the Withy Wendell and yeah. uh, reading some pretty exclusive uh, questions that we that she asked uh, Jen Shepherd, So that's exciting. Yeah, uh, I eat tacos. I just want to give him a quick shout out. You
4: Absolutely, know, so because why not? Our good buddy, I eat tacos on not Instagram. That, not that anyone should go check
3: out his Instagram, <laughs> but it's uh, hilarious. And uh, just a quick shout out to all the mail we've received. Uh, most recently, uh, Nick Freeberg sent us uh, a beautiful box set of Ezra. Yeah, the histories of Middle Earth. I mean, he yeah. kind of um,
4: it's, it's a. You see it. Uh, it's in Barnes and Noble. You can go anywhere. It's yeah. a nice little six. Uh, I think it's six volumes, five, six. Yeah. Uh, starts off with the Lost Tales, part one and part two, yeah. and kind of goes on from there.
3: So he, yeah. he felt uh, sort of moved to to send that our way. Um, Nick's an amazing guy. Uh, we got to meet him. He dro- he's uh, yeah. the upper that drove all the way from Atlanta, Georgia to Ohio. Yeah. In a morning, and then hung out with us all day at the long expected party, and then went right back down. Yeah. I he said, hey, man, you can crash here. He was like, I think I'm just going to drive. I'm good. He's definitely an adventurer. Um, so that was a, a, a beautiful gift for him to send. We also want to let you know, we, we've we tried to do this like every episode, but we always forget. If you want to send anything our way, art, letters, whatever, anything you, you feel like you want to share with us in person, just go ahead and post it to P.O. Box 96, Amanda, Ohio, 43102. Wow. Yeah, send it our way, and we will... It's kind of cool because we're going to have a place for this eventually, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. there may be, uh, you know, I don't know, <clears throat> yeah. a studio in the works, an official yeah. studio, and we will be able to start like displaying the stuff that you guys send us, which is is really cool. Um, but before we get into that, I don't know. I'm feeling moved by the spirit, Ezra. I'm feeling okay. a little bit like a leather daddy again. Wow. You know, um, I can see. Her, I can hear the seer. I can hear the sleigh bells. They're jingling. They're right past that turkey induced coma. Yeah. And as the holidays approach, we got to go get some gifts, right? Oh, we got to. Yeah. And for any leather daddy, you got to get weird. And I don't mean W-E-I-R-D. Right. I mean W Y R D. Tell them. Okay. We got to go visit Travis's leather shop, Weird Leather Works, because he's doing something really, really cool. All right. He's making, has made. Yeah. unexpected podcast exclusive limited edition coasters yeah hand cut hand hammered and then also in our colorway of our logo it's beautiful yeah uh, not only that but he's offering an exclusive code to just you guys just you listening right here right now uh, if you go and 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 you're and you buy these coasters and you type in upweird upwyrd You will get that for ten bucks, free shipping. That is a deal. That's a great stocking stuffer. That's a great gift for yourself. You got to treat yourself at
2: Christmas time too.
3: You know, Santa likes you know gifts for yourself as well. I don't know if that last sentence made any sense. Um, (laughs) Go ahead and check it out. Also, he's got amazing stuff. Not just the not just the coasters. There's all sorts of um, cosplay stuff. There's all kinds of incredible Tolkien-inspired what did, uh, leatherworks. Was, what was the video thing? Didn't you say there's more stuff there, like. It's like uh... So Travis and I have been in touch. Yeah. He's been sending me uh, kind of like a, 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 an inside look into weird leatherworks, which yeah. I, I am blown away by. Yeah. Videos, pictures. He recently sent me the pro. And these guys work hard. It's Travis yeah. and his buddy. They work really, really hard to create some of the finest leatherworks you can get. Yeah. Um, he recently sent me a behind-the-scenes look at crafting of
2: phone phone's armor
3: so the stuff that Grimma would have kept nice and shiny yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe let decay you right. know, depending on his mood and his affiliation with Saruman they, they've they crafted it from absolutely nothing just raw leather materials into this beautiful uh, full armor piece nice all the details all the hammering and the carving and the I don't even know I don't understand it all because I'm not a leather guy but Amazing. So even if you're into something like that, if you want a custom piece, if you say if you're like, hey, I really want Boromir and Aragorn's bracers, I love that. Wow. Hit them up, email them. They can do things like that. So it's really the place to go. Treat your inner ho ho hobbit. Uh, go check it out. Uh, that's weird and Weirdleatherandmead.com. weirdleatherandmead.com. W-y-r- D. It's just a weird way to spell. Weird. It is kind of a weird way, you know. But you know what? I like it. When you're a leather daddy, you gotta get kind of weird. Um, and uh, also, they're they're trying to start up this meadery, but they need they need your help. So if you go check out their Kickstarter, yeah, just look up weird meadery. Uh They're very close to their goal, but if you could chip in a little bit, it'll help them get off the ground, and then we can all drink the mead together. That's right. Yeah. All right. Mead casa es su casa. There it is. Kind of a thing. So, <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, let's get into some quick counsel, my friend. Yeah, let's... Um, yeah, let's We've got a lot to talk about in quick counsel.
4: We do. Yeah, th- Um yeah, <laughs> We do. So it's been a... We had a, a major, major Discord uh, chat before we started yeah. uh, today, and so I always bring it up just There's because... There's Discord Middle Earth. Man, we had in some... In a good way. <laughs> guys, you just ask anybody who was there, they'll tell you that there was some behind the scenes, and Oof. that stuff is just... It stays there. You don't... You know, it's yep. like... They got a lot of stuff out of uh, out of ez, which
3: doesn't really typically happen. But um. it was a lot of like you know how when we sleep, our sleeping positions. Yeah, which um, way do we? If let? we have to crash on the same couch, who gets yeah. the in? Who gets the out? Yeah. Uh, do that we go toe to head, head to toe? Do we you know spoon socks on off? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the details that you know, I guess, well, we shared now.
4: Well, so. we didn't give you all those details. That's true. We alluded we to questions. the details. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but good, no. <clears throat> good point. So we had a great discussion there, but we did made, make making a major uh, announcement there, which is um,
3: tell, tell, as just blow it up right now. We're building a studio. I mean, let it set. Let it. Let it set in. We're building a studio, and we're naming it Amazon Studios just kidding just we're kidding not. we're not <laughs>
2: doing
5: that
4: uh but no I, I we had this uh this inspiration this we're dreaming here a little bit and yep. so um you know there's we, we've wanted to I, my ambitious well let's just started off you know i don't know you want to explain maybe just how this kind of came to sure. be sure
3: i got a three-car garage here in the shire never going to have three cars can't even afford one so uh this plan has taken many forms originally i i was driving hard to the hoop to talk my parents into moving out there and making it their retirement suite they want to move down this way well they have they bought a house in lancaster okay boom yeah okay so awesome that dream is dead for the garage that's okay we move on to step b step b sarah and i are talking goldberry um and uh i was like what if we did i think it was her idea she said what if you did a man cave out there took one of the bays and, and did a man cave and, I, and I've always loved calling a couple cave because we do all that stuff together. We watch games. We yep. you know, movies. We're always watching the Browns together. Right. Um, and uh, so it kind of turned into that. And we were talking about that today. Mm-hmm. And it just came up. And I think it was always in the back of my head, like, to have a little area. But we just said, hey, man, build a make a little, you know, section, put up a wall. And we, we built a studio out there, too.
4: Yeah, because you were already going to put up one wall. And you kind of yeah. said, I don't need all that space. Right. We Maybe don't. Could- and we don't put something here and, and do like do half of it or I'm um, not quite half, like a third of it Yeah, be, you know, like a studio, studio. and we had talked S- yeah. about doing it back out by your wood pile building actually like a little a structure. Shat- yeah. We, That's right. I think we've we been talked about that on the podcast very, very briefly, mm-hmm. but like uh it's happening. I mean, we it are, <clears throat> we're just bound and determined to do it. And I sort of said, don't be surprised if I show up on Saturday. Uh, we've already got some of our <laughs> patrons, people in Ohio, who are like, if you need some free labor, some labor for you beer, yeah. we're there. Yeah. So we've got some uh, people to hang some drywall and different things, so we'll uh, work on it. But uh, yeah, if, we're, we're thinking about, um, for the anniversary of the podcast, possibly doing like a 30-day uh, Kickstarter just to kind of see if we could get some extra help just to kind of
3: get that going. And anybody who donated there would get their name on the wall. It'll be in the studio. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. So our, our patrons, and then anyone who would pitch in to Kickstarter, the 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 cool thing would be to like have a, a an entire wall full of of your names, um, yeah, and maybe even two sides to a wall, honestly, yeah. Uh, but making a, a a unique, creative way that you could be literally ingrained into. You know the yeah. space where we meet every single well, week would be it, really
4: really cool. So that's the dream. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's where it's at. And so we're not asking anything. I mean, we obviously got uh, we talked to some of our patrons tonight, and we're going to use some of some of that. You know, we want to be fully transparent about what we're doing, yeah. uh, what the goals are, and uh, that'll just be it'd just be awesome, man. Yeah. It will just be a great place to kind of. And we we're talking about the party next year, the yep. uh, the long expected party. You know, yep. year two, year, year two. What would that be like? Bringing people, if you come uh, that distance, let's set you up in the studio, record some stuff, right and in. just make it bigger
3: and better. We so. could have like rolling subs. Yeah. Just a line, you know. And, and, and hey, if you're you're able to chip in on your patron, your name's on that wall, you get a picture next to it. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. So, yeah, that's really, really exciting because we love doing it. And I, I told Ezra, I said, we're going to build this place, we're going to get in there, and we're going to miss the dining room. Yeah, probably. we will, we yeah, will, we will. Yeah. But it's just kind of a cool thing, you know. That we'll way, we'll come back, we'll you know, visit, yeah. And we, you know. yeah, every once in a while, we'll do on location in the dining room, yeah, <laughs> where it all started. But yeah. but it's, you know, we've talked about we need somewhere more permanent. You know, we we, yeah. It's not that much time, but you know, Ezra's always got to lug the material in or the material, the equipment in here, and then we set up, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. you know, at first, I think you guys remember it took like three hours. Now it takes fifteen minutes. But right. you know, tear up, set down. Wow, I just did what you did. You did set up, tear down. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, yeah, you know, that's just one more thing we have yeah. to do. And it kind of sort of like, um, you know, uh, uh, sh- creates well, we a would little hornberg in here. Yeah, while there's we're other up.
4: things we would do yeah. more of like the discord chats would go more fluid. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So we're I mean, I kind of put a timeline. I wanted to possibly get some of this done by the time that, you know, or at least get it uh, framed in uh, before the second Smith baby shows up. So yeah. To do that, I would. Ezra's gung ho, man. He's ready. Yeah, I'm gonna go nuts. I'm already investing a lot of, of my own resources in this, and I think it's 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 go time, baby.
3: Yeah, it's go yeah. time. Time to make it happen. So, anyways, all
4: right, guys, that was just a quick like us dreaming, excited about uh, something that we are working on. We wanted yes. to share it with you, so um, kind of build know, the excitement a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to, you know, hopefully you'll you'll be excited with us and 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 what have you, just because uh, yeah, it's it's fun,
3: and that'll know. give us a place too. You, all the stuff that you guys have sent in, these... Right. these beautiful letters drawings yeah we have, uh, we have a menu from the eagle and child you know yeah, got just, we, yeah. but we need a place you know. to display all that right and uh that would be really really cool we get all those things framed or even just like get a kind of a mood board up there everything pinned up yeah and we can look up and we can have those reminders of you yeah, guys right memories, there yeah all that kind of good stuff just so. really cool so yeah yeah so there, there How about, it
4: is uh you excited to be on break yes I am. Yeah. Um, this is our Thanksgiving break, yeah. so we're spoiled teachers. Um, we get three days off. Gosh, plus the te- weekend. Remember last year we were talking about snow days, and I'm like, never bring that up again. Why would you? Remember last year? I know. When we started the podcast, <laughs> I, I was like, know. people are going to hate us. Uh, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, I'm excited. That's actually why we uh, recorded. Uh, we're actually recording a little bit early, Tuesday. Um, yeah. yeah, and so for you guys, well, this will be coming out here on on Sunday, but. Uh you know, we're just uh, enjoying our, our break. We're getting ready for for Thanksgiving. This is your favorite holiday.
3: My favorite holiday, man. I tell you what, I love it because I think I've maybe talked about this before. Can't remember, but it seems like Thanksgiving is so quickly passed over. Yeah. Uh, and I get it because Halloween's done and you're looking ahead to Christmas. And Christmas is an exciting time. It's like the it's, middle child, isn't it? It is kind you know? of. Actually, it's the perfect analogy. Yeah. It is the middle child. Um, and it's not real flashy you know it's simple you get together with your family you eat some food but the important part to me is that you you, you know you give thanks yeah. I think like my my own battle and my own inner demons is like all over uh, personal possessions and things right right and I get obsessed over getting things or or there's things that I really want and then I get them and I think I, I didn't need this or this is cool this is fine but you know, it that that's not what fills the void, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean. Relationships do that. T- right. uh, quality time does that, uh, and so Thanksgiving is really kind of the, the polar opposite of that, right? Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with with what you want. It's giving thanks for what you already have, and even just doing that. It's when you stop and you you, you tally it all up in your head, it and even if just like kind of verbalizing it to yourself. I always try to have a moment kind of on my own where I think. I do this at New Year's too because it's it's another reflective time. But just think about all this stuff I've been given, all of the things that I have that a lot of other people either don't have or don't see maybe. I mean like taking time to see things, the little simple things that that you're given, just life itself. And I tell you what, man, it's good for the soul. It puts things back into perspective and it helps you. I don't know. I don't know. Put your energy in the right direction. So no, I get it. It's I a, love it. I love it. Yeah, it, 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 it's a
4: good uh, it's a good holiday. It's definitely a time for reflection, and, and, and it's like humbling to it. Yeah. I mean,
3: like, yeah. just I'm totally unworthy had, of all my, I've been given. So well,
4: I had my students this week. You know, we um, for a writing activity. Seems simple, but like, I was like, think of a teacher, someone in your life mm-hmm. or, you know, a person somewhere, whoever it may be, a, a leader, mm-hmm. a mentor, and mm-hmm. let's write to that person. Let's write them a letter, you know, an old fashioned letter. See, That's uh, a beautiful we thing. We put too. it in the mail and it was sort of like, it was funny too. Cause like they just, that what is a foreign concept. Yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like, here's how you, and I'm, we're in, I'm, I'm a high school teacher. <laughs> right. So I was shocked. I'm like some of these ninth graders like didn't know what to do yeah, and how to. Addressing all that and kind of stuff. stuff wow. Here we go. Good wow. thing we, good activity, Mr. Kirk. Yeah, yeah. here we go. <laughs>
3: it's true, man. It's true. Teaching them so. something that that everyone should know. But but, but yeah, and a good I guess, time for reflection. Yeah, making sure you let people know that you're thankful for them too. And and uh, yeah, wow. My favorite. That's why.
4: Yeah. All right, Everything's right.
3: You know, good. And you, life's yeah, life's great. I'm happy to be here, bud. Okay. Thankful for you, Ezra. I really hey. am. Very thankful for you and our friendship. I'm thankful for this. Yes, book club, and I'm thankful for all of you, all of your support, uh, all of your participation, all of your love, and all the positivity. Yeah, and just um, getting to meet with you guys once a week, even when life gets busy and stressful and tiring, it's always an honor and something that we never take lightly, and, and we feel just blessed to be in Middle Earth with you guys. Honestly, every single every single one of you, even the ones yeah. we've never heard heard from or talked to yeah that you're you're listening you're reading along with us you're putting up with our rambling uh it, well, it means a lot to us guys I'll we love it, you guys exactly i'm
4: i'm uh well said my friend because you know and I, and I always start to show off by calling you guys uh friends um i'm sitting across that's, from a friend intentional isn't it it's intentional yep. you guys uh you really do feel like you know our friends and, and you are our friends like i got like, like we were talking the show uh today was uh sponsored by by Calais, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like you know uh he came back, you know, like, like like when we don't hear from you guys for a little bit, we, we wonder what's up. We wonder yeah. how you guys are doing, and, and we want to check in. We want to see if everything's going, yep. going okay. Yep. So it's just nice to hear from you. And some of you, you know, have never written in, but you're just listening and you just, in, you know, enjoy the podcast. And I can I can, I can can either um, see that in a Tolkien story. You're not in the group, but you're here. You're on Instagram. You're on Twitter, mm-hmm. wherever it may be. We see all of that, and we appreciate all of you guys. So uh, you don't have to write in to, to let us know that hmm. you're – Uh, Listening, it's just you know, um, it's just I don't know, feels good just to uh, be surrounded by this positive atmosphere, these these you know, good people, absolutely, man. So uh, it's made my life better, Um, absolutely, mine too. All right, all right, Uh, let's let's see
3: here, let's dive into uh, dropping eaves, let's drop some eaves, baby, yeah, let's do it. Um, Okay, so Amazon TV series, there is an interesting article that came out. Um, It's just another one of these recaps, but it's probably the briefest I've seen so far. It's all information we've covered already. Uh, it's from a cool magazine called Paste. Paste is uh it's an old like music and culture magazine that um, uh, it's actually funny. My, my dad used to subscribe to this. He used to actually send you sample CDs of, of just popular music. Maybe artists that didn't uh, didn't have a platform. Uh yeah, they actually have a, good YouTube. They have a good YouTube channel right Do now. Do they really? The... Yeah. That's uh-huh. sweet, man. Yep. Um but uh, it was Jeremy Jeremy Strayer. And Ron Wright, who got my dad into Pace, so I remember, kind of weird nostalgia, I remember uh, we would drive, we'd pop in the Pace CD and listen to some cool music that we wouldn't have heard any other way. So um, anyway, they go over just what we know so far, uh, where it fits in the canon, the rights, behind the scenes, and then the premiere date. So it's all stuff we've covered before, Um, you know, where it fits into the canon, no one's really sure, (laughs) Uh, the rights belonging to Amazon, of course, behind the scenes, uh, just talking about um, uh, just a little tease on who this is going to center around. We're thinking yeah. right now, you know, Aragorn and Aragorn's Young Life. Uh, the fact that we have uh, John Payne and Patrick McKay as the writers, which is very exciting. We know that they're they're probably not taking any break this Thanksgiving and, and, and working mm-hmm. hard to craft this show for us. And then the premiere date, which um, is hopefully 2021. We've got we got a bit of time, guys. Uh, some people want to try to push it to 2020, but it sounds like everyone in leadership is like, L- let's give it some time. 2021's not bad. Um, uh, no, there's nothing I, I, wrong with, with <clears throat> taking your time rushing, you know, uh, get shortcuts, it right, yeah. once it starts,
4: if it's, if it's solid and it lands, you know, and it's well received by the fandom, I mean, yeah.
3: you're in, you I, know, I, a great author once said, shortcuts make for long cuts, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. we read that in this book. We did. Um so yeah, let's 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 be okay with 2021. I know it seems like a long time away, but it's I guess it's not really that far. Um so there you go. There's a little bit of Amazon show news. Uh the biopic actually has some really a really cool uh new tidbit. Uh Thomas Newman is composing the score. Okay. Uh, so that means he's working on the music right now, which means they will probably be performing it recording it within the next couple months and i think that's on track for my uh you know my insider tidbit that within the next six months it's going to be out there guys and you just made <laughs> Jesus. you just made <laughs> made that up and like it might follow no yeah. i have insider resources oh, I don't okay know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay okay what are you trying to pull the curtain away from me <laughs> no i'm not I'm the I wizard just, of Oz right well. you can't you can't do that you actually stuff. have me wondering
4: now if you actually because i don't know, I know. you know I so know. i'm that's, sort of like do you did you hit up some? Does Tammy Lane know somebody who knows maybe somebody I know else? somebody? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Maybe. How about that? I
3: know people. That's right. fine. I know you. I I know You're you. You're a podcasting wizard. So there we go. Okay. Uh, but uh, still no official release date. But I'm telling you guys, within six months, all right, by Easter it'll be here. Uh, in other corners of Middle Earth. Oh, I'm sorry, Thomas Newman. He's done uh, really amazing movies so we're in for a treat Shawshank Redemption Green Mile American Beauty finding Nemo and Skyfall yeah um, all of which when I think of the scores I'm thinking like really beautiful um, emotive music so yeah if he's doing the score for that we're in for a treat mm-hmm. uh, get the get the tissues ready we're gonna be crying well, also I was thinking loses all of his friends and falls in love yeah I was thinking emotional, emotional yeah. music yeah. yes for sure uh, in other corners of middle Earth we got Billy Boyd uh, you guys heard it He's in New Zealand. Yeah, isn't that crazy? He's, he may have visited, you know, the home of his friend Mr. Frodo, cousin Frodo. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty nuts. Wasn't well, it crazy that there's a picture of Billy
4: Boyd? I know that he signed to the uppers in a place where he filmed. I know
3: those movies. He stood right there, and he has yet to see those. I'm gonna. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, they will be right. on Twitter, right? And I anticipate a response from Billy. Uh, I think we need to start hashtagging uh billy boyd on up talking tolkien i think we just need to get him on here guys and talk to him would that be pretty cool it'd be awesome you know continue our conversation from wizard con I, I think we need to make it happen so i think he's gonna be blown away that that's in new zealand you know i think he will too because that's on the set you know what i mean i think it's, he will too it's... and if you're if you're paying attention to instagram and twitter he and dom have been hanging out lately a lot yeah. of funny shenanigans yeah. are getting into oh, uh my gosh. just their I, I almost think they just need to make a comedy movie together. Their, their, their natural comedy is just so good. Yeah. They're a classic team. They know how to riff off of one another, and they're just hilarious. So uh, let's make that happen. Maybe we have the power to do that. I don't know. Yeah, Us as an upper community. I'd like to think so. Um, no poll this week because it was a short week, um, and I knew that when we were going to record this, wouldn't have enough of you probably engaged in that yet. So we're going to skip it this week. We'll have one um, next week for you. Um Okay, guys, it's time for another premium Patreon profile with Goldberry. Let me call her now.
2: Goldberry, Goldberry, Tom is calling you. Goldberry, 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 come into view. Hello. Wow,
3: that was good. Awesome. Wow, it wasn't me; it was you have Tom. You
6: such a lovely dude. voice. Tom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Goldberry, you know me real well. Uh, who do we have today? Who are we featuring this episode, Goldberry?
6: Jennifer Shepard.
3: Oh, uh, Jen, the crochet master, yes. the maker of blankets. Oh, she's fantastic. She's wonderful.
4: We actually get to meet Jen at uh, at the uh, at uh, the the old event, the party. Did I you forget pod- what was it was it? called?
6: What was it called? No. A long party. Thank you. That's what I said. Kurt is shaking his head right. now. That's what I'm doing fist Kurt, i'm so sorry no head, head no
3: i started the palm he's going l-e-p y'all
4: y'all mm-hmm.
6: i also just Dang. made a lot of tea for it so anywho's, are
3: yeah
4: I,
6: yes. jennifer we are glad that you have responded to these awesome questions um you have some incredible answers so we'll just hop right into those yeah, and that's let's okay yeah um the first question she answered if you could visit any location in middle earth where would you go what age would you like to visit this locale and Jennifer said, the Shire in the third or fourth age. Fourth age. I love the peace and simplicity of life in the Shire. Amen. It is all about family, home, comfort, and love. They believe in the simple things in life because those are the things that truly matter. Although I would love to see other areas such as Fangorn, the Old Forest, Lothlorien, essentially any of Middle Earth, the Shire is the heart of it all.
3: That, that fits Jen. Yeah. I think yes. she, she is absolutely a hobbit at heart. Um, that does not shock me one bit.
6: Is I like, it coincidental that Ohio is the heart of it all? <laughs> you and just
3: said it, not Ohio? me. Is this a commercial right, for Ohio? Yeah. Are we building? Are, is are they going to contact us? And yeah, when are we hey, getting a check for that? I mean, I, it's you know, coming soon. I mean, get um, I also like the detail. She said the fourth age. I stole the words out my mouth. Once you know? peace has been restored, Give and given back. You know, the Shire is, yeah. is, is is green once again. I know. Yeah, it's actually wow. really cool That's to think great, about great that. concept. Old Sam Gamgee is the mayor?
4: He's the mayor, yeah. Pony mayor? <laughs> oh, goodness.
6: All right, it, another question. You're in a tough spot, and only one character can come to your aid. Who do you call, and why? Ooh. Interesting how she starts this. Jennifer says, can I choose Tolkien? Essentially, he is a part of every character. Wow. I'm guessing that is cheating, and I cannot select him. I'm going to stop right there for a second. Yeah. I think you can.
3: Yep. That's the old teabag card, isn't it? The what? To- <laughs> Tolkien? The tea card? Tea you bag. See what he does to me. I you see, see what he does? That's the Trump card, written, I, but essentially. Brilliant. Yeah. He is. wrote himself into every character. Yeah. yeah.
6: She then goes on to say, if I cannot select Tolkien, I'd have to go with Treebeard. He has lived a long time and has seen more than anyone else. If I were in a bind, I'd rather have the sage advice of someone who would remind me to not be hasty. mm Too often I get caught up in the moment, and I need to remember to slow down and think through things instead of constantly reaction. Instead of constantly reacting in a knee jerk reaction. Yeah,
4: don't be hasty. I think that's a lot of us. I think so too. Guilty. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, so he's he's a good one. Look at that self
6: reflection. I love it. All right, and Jennifer answered this question: Who is your Tolkien spirit animal and/or favorite character? And she said, Eowyn, I relate to the loneliness and fear of falling into the background and becoming too cold. Mostly, I see a woman who is strong, driven, and full of emotion, but not able to show it in a conventionally feminine manner. Wow.
3: Can I, can I just, can I say something? <laughs>
6: say That's it.
3: That's the sound of a home run. Can
4: I, I know. Can I get personal with Jennifer? Yeah. That's spot on. Like, look, like when I met, like, this, I get where she, this, I don't know, the sense that it's the answer cool that we've met is Jen like raw, number. real, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's a beautiful answer. Really fits. So. Wow. Very well, open
6: and honest. you know
3: what? I don't see you fade into the background, all right? No, not
4: in that way. Yeah, it's a, um, sort of like, but like, oh my gosh, she's just like that. Uh,
3: I think that's a lot of people's fear, isn't it? I think I brought that up once about just getting older. Yeah. Like getting older and being more disconnected or less relevant and like, how do you... I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's great. And I relate
6: to what she's saying with, you know, be, not being able to show emotions in a conventionally feminine manner. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a lot of us, a lot of us women. Yeah. And that's a standard. Maybe we feel like we have to meet. And anyways, that's another conversation for another time, but
3: maybe on your upcoming podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. well,
6: anyways, Jennifer, thank Quick you so much for getting us those answers. Um, yeah. Super, super awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's awesome. So, Um, you know, thanks again, Goldberry, you know, for coming in, just kind of, you know, highlighting some of our, our patrons, some of our, our book club members, you know, just good people. Uh, we see people in the group and so it's just so nice to kind of flush them out a little more. Yeah. You know, get deep. I mean, Goldberry is these, I, each week I think we're going to have different questions and we might just pull more and more out of folks. She's getting into the needy, goody,
3: yeah. So
6: thanks for having me.
3: (laughs) All right. Uh, you got some washing up to do or some naps to take or whatever, whatever Goldberry does.
6: Yes. Whatever Goldberry
3: does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks Goldberry. Time for the reread. Get right into it, baby. Here we here. here it's we not going to be as long, guys. It's it's really not. No, it, this this it's chapter cool little tidbits, um, but we're we're in transition again. We got done with a huge climax, and we're on our way to. And this works because we're kind of recording
4: during uh, our holiday, and yeah. and so it kind of worked out. You know, we were last week. I think we left you off with the idea that we weren't really sure whether we were going to record this week. So it's kind of bonus uh, anyway, then we kinda looked at the chapter and we're like, yeah, it's not yeah. not too too rough. So yeah. we should be okay. Um going let's let's do a quick recap here. And actually we have some fun uh little just a little recap here for uh last chapter. A little um what is this our audio drama this is a yeah, drama?
3: We we uh last last time we heard from this incredible project that's going on and has been going on for a while, the Soundscape audiobook uh we were at MN. So, fitting that we're at another battle right now, go ahead and just let it play.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
5: We did not come too soon,
1: said Aragorn, looking at the gates. Their great hinges and iron bars were wrenched and bent. Many of their timbers were cracked. Yet we cannot stay here beyond the walls to defend them, said Eomer. Look! He pointed to the causeway. Already a great press of orcs and men were gathering again beyond the stream. Arrows whined and skipped on the stones about them. Come! We must get back and see what we can do to pile stone and beam across the gates within. Come now! They turned and ran. At that moment, some dozen orcs that had lain motionless among the slain leapt to their feet and came silently and swiftly behind. Two flung themselves to the ground at Aeon's heels, tripped him, and in a moment they were on top of them. But a small dark figure that none had observed sprang out of the shadows and gave a hoarse shout. An axe swept back. Two ah! headless. Ah! Ah! The
4: rest. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It is great. I I love it. So that was the you know Gimli kind of comes to save Amir, you know, and uh, just takes a couple Orc heads
3: off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just our our boy coming in there. You such know, such a cool. Uh, I don't know. You just you juxtapose that with. When they met, all the tension that was there, yeah, and Gimli's willingness to kill Air to s- yeah. stand up for his buddy, oh yeah, and his king. Well, it's yeah, it's incredible, exactly, and yeah. it's it's it's
4: uh, and that whole audio project. I mean, that's just some cool stuff. You I know. know, man. I I don't I don't Sometimes know. The it's name overwhelming of the game. a little bit because like I'm listening to, it. I'm like, what the? I mean, you've got uh,
3: you got the, the music from the films, right? You got some sound effects from the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's doing the voices. I, I I want him to do the whole thing though. I love yeah, it. I know it's like the perfect combination of of a reread plus. Uh, I guess it would be kind of hard to sustain that for the entire length of the book, but the snippets he has are are valuable. Yeah, like there's another layer that adds to the universe of Middle Earth.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so last week there, you know, we were in uh, Helm's Deep. Okay, and yeah. uh, it, it was uh, it was perilous times. It was deep. You know, it was Got real deep. It was deep. The, the 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 deepening wall. Uh, you know, we had some. It, it, it is important to remember that that Gimli actually, right after what we just heard, gets for he gets forced back into those caverns. Yeah. Uh, because well, she kind of fell in love with. We learned this chapter. That's right. So yeah. I thought that's uh, important to kind of bring up. You know, so he's back there with Aomer and uh, we're they're separated at the end of yeah. the last chapter. We weren't really sure uh, what was going on. And uh, yeah, so we're actually saved by uh, by Arkenbrand and, uh, you know, um, Gandalf, they show up and kind of save the day there. And at the very end, um, the orcs fled into the nearby forest, but the uh, ants maybe um, or some trees mm-hmm. uh, captured them in battle and the battle was quickly over. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, so, this sort of uh hazy sort of like, uh, all of a sudden rubbing this your eyes forest of trees. Was that there last is time? There. Right? Yeah. yeah. What, yeah, what just a, happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what, what's cool to me is the way, the way they make it seem to, when we start this office, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the trees. Yeah. Actually, you know, so yeah. it's, it's not, um, not even necessarily the shepherds, uh, it, mm-hmm. but it's the trees themselves. That's right. And I, if you ever thought that, that Tolkien wasn't, uh, you know, we, we've said before that he was friends with trees, yeah. a tree hugger, you know, all these yeah. other things. I mean, just read the chapter. Yeah, this pretty the much spells of, it out. <laughs> yeah, last week and
3: then this week. It's, it's, uh, it's something. So, cool, man. I love how he takes something that, you know, we look at as just these slumbering giants and he empowers them and makes them a very active part yeah. of this war absolutely i mean game changers they're game changers yeah uh so a little summary for this chapter all of our friends gather uh beside a stream uh the the deeping stream i believe and uh on a a beautiful clear day and sort of recap what's going on um they ask Gandalf if if some of this is his wizardry uh but he informs them that uh hey he had nothing to do with this forest this is uh, here by its own power. Mm-hmm. Uh, after resting for a little bit, they set forth, and they come to Orthanc, the citadel of Saruman at Isengard. Uh, they're surprised to find Treebeard and his Ents have done a little damage. Yeah, probably a little relieved as well. I'd right, say. right. Uh, Saruman and Warm Tongue have hidden themselves away in Orthanc, guarded by none other than our two brave hobbits. Yeah, Merry and Pippin. Um, Theoden is, is, you know, anxious to see Treebeard. Says goodbye to the hobbits and walks with Gandalf to the Northern Wall. Yeah, as they approach uh, the cowering wizard. Yeah,
4: it, yeah. It, here's another reason why this week might be a little shorter because all I want to do is jump to the end. Let's and talk there. I just because like there's so much more to me. Like some neat little nuggets there at the end that I'm just. It's yeah. the best part to the yeah. chapter to me now. Yep uh you know if i'm also a big fan of you know Gimli and legolas and their relationship and as it continues to kind of develop yeah you know and uh it's a cool little conversation basically uh, i forget how many leagues it is it they take us 10 leagues or so you know just in
3: conversation yeah which you know, is, it's it's a nice cool. yeah it's a nice sort of come down from that battle we were just on and all of the um you know being separated and all the uh, chaos that that came with the the battle at helm's deep to uh, you know, a small party of twenty, twenty-five guys that are riding in one direction. Kind of, especially when they're going through the forest, they're all pretty close together. There's this path that sort of opens up for them. The trees part their way for Gandalf. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And they're they're not only close in proximity physically, but they're you know they're just talking. They're, they're yeah. Th- and I would imagine the relief, especially like Legolas and Gimli, the relief to know that the other one is alive. Yes. And, yes. And and. You know, the for a f- lot of members of the party too. Actually, they, they, sure, yeah. You know, yeah.
4: Big battle just happened.
3: Who's Absolutely. alive? Who's not alive? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think about their, I think about their conversation. How it's like, you know, we we'd seen before how they were, uh, their friendship was really just taking leaps and bounds. Right, yeah. saying, you know, making plans after this is all over. Yes, you know, they're anticipating living through this, and then and and I think it also shows their their confidence in the in the quest. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if we get through this, or when we get through this, we're gonna go do these things together. Yeah. And we see that that building before, then this battle happens, they're separated, I'm not sure if they'll ever see each other again. Legolas even saying, you know, if if Gimli's lost, yeah. I don't know what I'll do. That'll be really yeah. hard for me. I don't I'm yes. sure how I'll handle that. Being rejoined together, talking and again dreaming of this, what we'll do once this quest is accomplished. But it's a beautiful thing. It's man. a beautiful thing, isn't it? What gets you through, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. it's these lulls between battle and yeah. dreaming of the of the life afterwards once well, once peace is restored. Right. A storm. And what's
4: crazy to me is that like let's say we're going through a test or a hardship or what have you, but we know there's an air quote here reward at sure. the end of this sure. and their reward is to just be together and to go on another quest or to go see something right. together and, and not be threatened by this evil yeah right the freedom to move exactly freely what a simple reward to have you know for all of this struggle yeah. and service that they've done yeah.
3: you know what to this Middle makes Earth? me think of too taking it into tolkien right and his personal experience with war this has got to be the conversations you have in the trenches right yeah in between battles you know you just survived one you know you're on the brink of another one but it's that in between time you're there with your brothers in the trenches, yeah. You know, the only thing getting you through, like you said, is those memories or or, or those plans, those plans for the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I, I'm sure he was having those conversations when we get back home. Yes. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. do this together. We'll, Seeing we'll be able the to woman go see that you this. love, or yeah, your, your family, or you're there with your friends, as you're saying, or your favorite place. Yeah, Tolkien like, was probably thinking about his trees, getting back to his trees. You know. Yeah, like his favorite. You know, I don't know favorite well, areas.
4: Imagine if you had been at, at you know, uh, in a war and you, you're side-by-side side with somebody who was from a different part of the same country that yeah, you were from. Right, right. And you talk about, you, to pass the time, you share a story. You like caves, he likes forests. Right. And so you kind of decide, yep. when we go back, I want to see that place you yep. described and I want you to come see the place that I described.
3: Yeah, man. It's something. The, the I, friendships and the bonds that are born through that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. You can uh, yeah, definitely see that in, yeah. in this chapter. So... Uh, All right, so, you know, uh, right at the end, there's this joy um, in this victory, right? So, we've had, uh, you know, again, the wizardry and all that that good stuff, you know, and uh, I I love the part where, basically, Gimli comes out and says, uh, you know, 42, Master Legolas, (laughs) you know, and he talks about his his, uh, axe being notched uh, on the 42nd, (laughs) you know, um, he had an iron collar on his neck, how is it with you, and uh, he happened to best... Legolas just by one, I think it was. Yeah, Uh, which which is just pretty neat. So you got that, uh, you know, ongoing, you know, head count, essentially. Yeah, and
3: Legolas is just glad to see him on his two feet, right? Yeah, exactly. Glad you're alive. I don't really care that you beat me. Right. I'm good now. Yeah. See my brother. And and, and now, now Gimli is a little wounded, though, isn't he? He
4: took. Yeah, he he took a little. Right. uh, His his helm's gone. He's got that
3: that bloody rag around his around his head. Yeah. You kind of wonder. Well, didn't he say that?
4: yeah, he took, um, I mean, it was, uh, uh, yeah, basically he took a blow to the head. That's I mean, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, later on, Arag- Aragorn will tend to that and, and things. But uh, yeah, he did. I mean, it was a rough time. Rough time there for him. That's so. what I'm
3: thinking about how he describes it later. He says it was only a feeble blow and yeah. the cap turned it.
4: Yeah. And the cap turned it. he like, <laughs> yeah. could,
3: couldn't even swing a good one at my head. Come right. on. Yeah. Yeah. I got to put it's it great. in Great. It's
4: great. Uh, Theoden is also... Um, very happy to see A.M.R. Yeah, sister-son. Sister-son, uh, that's right. Which is good. He's he's second, you know, he's he's next in line type of thing. So yeah. um, good to see him. They were concerned because they had, they had split. He went with uh, Gimli back into the caverns there. Um, so now, and they start to kind of, this whole first little bit is the confusion at the end here yeah. uh, with Gandalf, kind of like, what happened? You know, what wizardry, what sorcery, uh took place there at the end and as you had said earlier it's not anything that Gandalf's taken any right, you know right. clean. now I mean did he know that these things were happening does he know did he see, he foretold it
3: didn't he yeah ma- previously
4: yes and also yeah. did does he know that maybe if they push them back to a certain you know with the arrival of Urkenbrand, you know and 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 uh, Theoden riding yeah. out you know could they push them back to the edge of the forest where you this know they could happen. get some support you yeah. know type yeah. of thing um so all of that is, is, is going on. And uh, yeah, so, you know, he what's it say here? Gandalf laughed long and merrily. Trees, he said, nay, I see uh, the wood as plainly as you do, uh, but that is no deed of mine. It is a thing beyond the counsel of the wise. Uh, better than my design and better even than my hope, uh, the event has proved. So, you know, again, other things, other powers at work, you know, the design, I like that. They kind of go back to, yeah. You know, almost like a natural, you think of like Mother Nature and you uh-huh. think of like natural defenses that you would have yep. to, you know, things that would harm or, or you know, mistreat the environment. And yep. boom, you know, here we go. We have one of those yep. Yep. that has been designed. It's in, it's woven into the DNA of Middle Earth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, in yeah. these trees and, uh, you know, tree herders. So, yep. uh, but yeah, so uh, let's see here. Uh, Theoden says if it's not yours you know whose wizardry is it you know and uh, they kind of go back and forth they're trying to yeah. kind of compare him to Saruman I love this He's,
3: um, yeah he says it's not wizardry but a power far older a power <clears throat> excuse me <coughs> hey easy wow. there swallow fly getting choked up can't <laughs> a power that walked the earth air elf sang or hammer rang and this I love this um, uh, this little prose that he reads yeah. um, I don't know because I'm just a hobbit but it sounds to me like you know f- from that from that song the excerpt that describes the ents. Yeah. Treebeard was you know sing- listing off in the old lists yep. listing all the the creatures of Middle-earth and this sounds like this is the verse for the ents. Ere iron was found or tree was hewn when young was mountain under moon ere ring was made or rot was woe it walked the forest long ago. Wow. Maybe. Well, maybe or just the power itself. Well, but also
4: you know, think of where Ganef comes from and, you know, his his own lore yeah. and, you know. Or maybe it's Tom. Uh, yeah, sure. Back to Tom. Sounds like
3: Tom to me. Good grief. Nameless and eldest. Tom. You guys didn't
4: think we could bring Tom
3: Bombadil into the chapter. Tom's making his way we definitely, every chapter. <laughs> yeah. He was in Helm's Deep, too. Was he really? I don't know. No. Uh, okay, I was
4: hoping, Dang it. hoping we made a reference. Uh, so anyway, show so, up, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, to Isengard, right? So, Yep. Basically, their their course now uh, is is set uh, in that direction. Gandalf wants to confront, yeah. Saruman, Yeah, correct. Yes, uh, he does. You know, so and, and he requests that you know um, that some come with him. Yeah, you know, and he doesn't want a full army. He doesn't yep. want you know uh, the whole
3: host to ride in there. At first, man, he's going to go yep. by himself. Sure he is. Right yeah. at first he says, "I shall not uh, stay there long. My way lies now eastward. Look for me in Eterus, You know, you guys can go back, whatever. I'm, I, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, air the the waning of the moon." And it's Theoden who says, "Nah, man. You know, I, I'm taking your counsel, and I'm going with you. If you say that's the way to go, let's do it. Right. And they get this band together, right?
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It is really neat to see the confidence shift, you know, towards uh, Gandalf. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. not wishing for old Warm Tongue anymore. No, he's not. Well no, yeah, right. He, he, maybe, maybe he hears that voice in the back of his mind. Wouldn't you that be know?
3: a creepy voice to hear in the back of your mind?
4: Yeah, to hear that, just sort of whispering Come
2: back my way, boy.
4: I mean, is oh, he nervous? King is he nervous to run back across uh, Rima? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. I would think well, that. He's definitely
4: upset, isn't he? So oh yes. That's one of the big uh, pulls for Theoden, too. Is that like, yeah, I've got, I've got issue with unfinished Sarban. business. Yeah. yeah,
3: absolutely, man.
4: Right. Yeah. So. Uh, he says you know I wish to speak to Sarmon as soon as I may be uh, and since he has done you great injury it would be fitting if you were there yeah uh, but how soon and how swiftly will you ride and this is where they just got out of a battle Exhausted. you know it's starting start, to set in and hold on a second here, Gandalf you're you're uh you're a wizard you <laughs> know and you're on Shadow facts uh, you know. plus he's wearing the air Gandalfs yeah you know those right. boots those Nike boots yeah yeah he is yeah, yeah. Uh, it in though, you know, is he actually says something kind of neat here where he kind of talks about how age has truly caught up, you know, even though yeah. he has come back to life in a sense and gotten this new energy. He is still an old man, yeah. you know, and he's he's feeling his age a little bit um, and, and that he needs to time to rest and, um, yeah, gather his strength, essentially. So, again, uh, I've kind of gives him, you know, that that time ta- that that time he says, alas, my old age is not uh, feigned nor do. Uh, only to the whisperings of worm tongue, uh, it is an ill
3: uh, that no leech can wholly cure, not mm-hmm. even Gandalf. Mm-hmm. You know. So, and Gandalf goes on to say, he's like, you know what? It's uh, let's get some rest, but we don't need many guys because we're not going to fight. We're going to talk. We're going yes. to parlay. So, yeah, uh, yeah you, you don't don't have to worry too much about having your full strength. Essentially, right.
4: yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, So now they also mentioned that, uh, you know, obviously Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli uh, are going to go. In spite of his hurt, the dwarf uh, will not stay behind. This is where you get your, uh, it was only a feeble blow. Yeah. And the cap turned it, he said. It would take more than such an orc orc scratch to keep me back.
3: Uh, So You got Aragorn doing his healing thing, going to tend his wound and take care of him. Yes. Yep. Yep, so um, he returns to Hornburg just to
4: sort of rest there. And I love this. It says that he got such a sleep um, you know, of of quiet as he had not known for many years. Yeah. Can you imagine?
3: Yeah, actually, I, 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 there was one night in my life. It's little strawberries with cream okay. here. just an anecdote. But there was one night in my life uh, that I can pinpoint as the best sleep of my life. Really? Absolutely, there is. Seriously Yeah How about you Do you have a Or is all your sleep Pretty consistent No there is one
4: I have one that stands out That was the The best sleep I think I've ever Ever had Really Ever um, Yeah it's interesting I'm chasing that high still You know what I mean When was your did you, Is it just like a random day Was there something Significant to it Or was it like It was the
3: uh, Yeah it was the day We bought this house Okay And moved everything in That first night Staying here yeah. I, I've never slept Like that in my life Just really? total peace total calm, Yeah, woke up feeling like... I woke up feeling like I was a baby. Huh. It was incredible. Yeah. Wow. Never anything close to it since. I kind of wonder if people like had that before Because I, I stopped there for a reason because yeah. he
4: had just had all of this uh, unrest with worm tongue, you know... Going, yeah, you're, all, yeah, you're all right. All of that stuff happening, uneasiness. And I think about that um, too.
3: Like sometimes, you know, so he was kind of infected and poisoned yeah. in a way. Yeah. And I think how many times in life we let little stuff in or little stuff gets in that affects our Mm -hmm. our very sleep, you know, the very time that we treasure to restore and uh, rejuvenate ourselves and we don't even realize it until that's gone. If that's lifted, if we're free from that, then we realize we weren't even getting real rest before. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So not only
4: did he have all of that, he had the big battle. You know, He had this big, uh, you know, fight and so, now finally able to take his rest. You know, mine was actually, um, we were down in Kentucky and we got caught in a flash flood. Um, yeah, flash flood. Uh, my aunt um, and uncle lost their house. Oh we literally gosh. left the house, went up on the side of the mountain, and we watched it get swept away. I don't know if I've ever told you that story.
2: How high is the river, Papa?
4: Yeah. was three feet high and rising. It, yeah, yeah. So I was uh, standing in this in this uh, down in the hills. Uh, it was a dam that broke loose, and I remember later that morning. Uh, it was probably just like one of those things where I went to the neighbor's house. bunch of us kids, we went in there, and I stayed up as long as I could. You know, I was trying to help out, riding four, mm-hmm. four wheelers around, and I, once I went to sleep,
5: I'm, I just never
4: out. forget that. It was it was one of those like you, you, I woke up and I felt so good. It was such a. The room smelled the right way. Everything was just—I'll never forget that—that oh. that sleep. It was one of those sleeps, you know. So that's awesome. Dude. Sorry, yeah, but it makes me yeah. think of the—you know—we actually are going to have sort of—you uh, know—a damn breaking in this sure. um, in, in this chapter, and yeah. the idea that you would come off such a oh, just um, I don't know, like like, like when it, this this battle—it's just such a, a traumatic, kind of a you catharsis know, catharsis in a way, yeah, experience, and yeah. so yeah, I don't know. So good good for him getting that yeah, that's right, buddy. Solid solid rest in the You Gotta get but, you. Uh got which uh, uh melatonin? Is that the you know Yeah. Yeah, Lane's not Trying a fan. To get off that. Not a fan. I love it. Um works yeah. for me, but yeah. All right, so um yeah, no orcs remained alive. None. Yeah.
3: None. That that's um, a good thing. I mean, if you think about moving forward that, that resource has depleted, yeah. It's great, man. Right, but and we've got some of these wild men. Yeah, what do we do with them? Leftover, and this is what you talked about last chapter. You said, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well, and they were lied to, weren't they? Yes. They were told by Saruman that, uh, you know, the horse men they uh, they burned their captives alive, mm-hmm. and what they found uh, true was very, yeah, it was very different. different. Yeah, um, you know, the men of the mark it says took their weapons from them and set them to work. They said, pretty much, you know, help put right what you, you know, were tricked into doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, they helped kind of clean up and uh, bury these these fallen
4: men of Rohan. Right. Um, well, and they even say, you know, too, many of you got death as your reward for trusting in Saruman. Sure. And so, um, you know, there's... There's already that. You've already lost a lot there yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, and I think they understand their own king was deceived. Yeah. If you think about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, it's true. There's has some, been under a spell in a sense. And some sympathy there. Orcs have been passing, uh, you know, openly across, uh, you know, Rohan. And so it's, it's uh, you know, tough to kind of, for them to look at these, you know, men who are, uh, related to them yeah, you know and and, and, say, yeah, yeah. and and say yeah and say we're going to just
3: hold you 100% accountable for right. you know um the the manipulation of this wizard well and and, and and even the way Tolkien describes it here he says uh but a great many of the hillmen had given themselves up they were afraid and cried for mercy i mean even just reading this disconnected as a reader you you feel bad for them. yeah you feel you know you you do feel sympathy for them and you want them you know you're you're hoping that the next line is that The men of Rohan, you know, took, (laughs) gave him a break, gave him him slack, and took pity on them. And that's what happened, so. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and
4: and, and as you say, they were, uh, you know, um, basically they they were grave diggers. They they, um, essentially, you know, helped to kind of bury these uh, fallen men. And uh, I want to mention, too, that uh, Hama actually Yeah, we lost Hama. uh, Yeah, Yeah. we we lose him. Captain of the King's Guard. At the gate, right? Defending the gate. Yeah, so I wanted to mention that, we had talked about him last chapter, and uh, unfortunately, he didn't make it. Theo talks about that being a, a huge loss. Huge. I mean, he's the captain of the King's yeah. Guard. Yeah. And, and sometimes we under, uh, I don't,
3: I, it's, it's a big deal. Well, we don't, what do we have in our modern culture to even, what's the equivalent? Yeah. Like, be in secret service for the president, I guess? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's, like, his whole, his whole life was built around protecting failed mm-hmm. that was yeah. his primary job, and he led a group of people, the guard, whose sworn allegiance and 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 oath was to do the same thing mm-hmm. you know it's like you know I die before you, and I you know live my life to defend you right. Are you mm-hmm. okay? Are yeah. you suffering some wounds from battle?
4: What is going on over here,
3: man? Oh. got like a little kink in my neck or something <laughs> man isn't that weird. <coughs>
4: Literally, oh, I mean, sorry. I
3: Podcasted from the ground last week, so no, not really.
4: Might have to, you know, lay down. Go ahead, lay down. Move the mic around a little oh, bit here. Boy. You know, uh, no. Anyways, yeah. So it, it is. It's it's rough that we that
3: we lose him. And um, I mean, Thelon puts the first shovel full over top yes. of his grave, and he gets his own yeah. his own burial. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten there yet, but there's the, the mounds. the mound for the yeah. for the Westfold, and and those for the um, Eastern Vale. Yeah. Uh, so these these two mounds and the the, the the two sides of of Rohan, it's you know beautiful. You can imagine going back there and paying tribute years later, decades later, ages later. Yes. And it being a, a beautiful kind of natural well, and memorial.
4: That's what we've talked about when we came to the the downs in the in the Barrow Downs, you uh-huh. know, uh, before and these ancient burial grounds, you mm-hmm. know, and at the foot um, of uh, of Ediris itself. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So you know that's what these are, and that's that's the way in which you know. They uh, they they buried
3: their folk. So and they're kind of almost. It, it's kind of cool thinking about. This Is where they died, but they're also. I mean, I'm guessing these mounds are. Oh yeah, pretty decent in size. Sure. So yeah. they almost become a part of the fortress, of Helms Deep. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, you think if there's ever a battle, in future ages, they would be yeah. a part of the defense in a way. I you, kind of, you got the dike there. The Who terrain. knows what the dike is? Maybe the dike was men that were buried there that at terrain, one point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. So. That's yeah, interesting a uh, fitting uh
4: final sort of honor, I guess I don't know, yeah, uh okay, so you know um after they've they've uh, gone through the burial uh, bit there, the sun was already drawing near uh the hills upon the west of the uh and it, by the way, I was listening to the audiobook, and this is Coombe.
3: Coombe.
0: is this
4: something?
3: that sounds right <laughs> we know now it means valley, so um <laughs> guys, sometimes there's so much stuff to look up that you know our... our are He's are uh, archaic me. English uh, landscapes, yes, or ge- geological features. We don't have time to look. I was up, laughing so. out loud in
4: my car on the way here, coom. when I was listening to this, and they said yeah. "cum," and I was like, it's, Cum not, latte. it's not "comb." It's not a coom, it's, yeah. a, it's a. It's a. The double O should have given it away, huh? It just cracked me up. Uh, we're fine. So, anyways, it's um, a valley, sure. Yes, but when it last, in uh, uh, Gandalf uh, and the company rode down from the dike. Uh, behind them were gathered a great host, host of riders and, and uh, of the people of Westfold, yeah, uh, old cool and young, women and children, uh, who had come uh, out from the caves. A song of victory they sang with clear voices, uh, and then they fell silent, wondering uh, uh, what, w- uh, wondering what would chance. For their eyes uh, were on the trees, and they feared them. Yeah, which is interesting. So
3: it'd be neat. a bizarre thing to see, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. You know that that wasn't there before. Yeah. And now there's this like impenetrable forest just yes. right out there. Like, what is it going to do next? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be right. frightening. So, uh, you know,
4: this is where, you know, Gandalf, to lead them forward to get to Isengard, we have to go uh, through the forest. And uh, they kind of want to, as you said, he, it seems to part for Gandalf He's as like they Moses. walk through but Yeah. But, Moses of Fangorn. So they got to stick close to Gandalf and. And make their way through. And did we mention that um, Thaden just took like, 20 of his yeah. guard, his household? Yeah, I
3: think we said like there's 25 or so of them going. Yeah. yeah so okay. 20 yeah horsemen that go with them.
4: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
3: Now, a cool bit here.
4: Legolas and Gimli are now riding together yeah. again. Yeah. All right. So our friends are back uh, on horseback. And so yeah. that's a good thing, right? You know? That's right, man. uh, uh So let's see. Uh, do you feel... Let's see. Oh, they talk about... Uh, Okay, so uh, Gimli is—he's not a fan. This is where the conversation no, starts, not. right? He's not a fan of the woods yeah. and wants to know: does it is it hot in here to you? Is it does yeah. is, does anybody else feel uncomfortable? <laughs> um, you know, and so they start to kind of uh, talk about the nature of this forest, um, you know, and and they basically come to the conclusion. He's, uh, I think Legolas is trying to comfort him in that, like, the orcs are really unnatural and that is you know mm-hmm. sort of what these especially trees... these orcs too yeah exactly and, right? and so these trees are, are you know specifically targeting them you yeah, know yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's got his
3: axe and he's still nervous yeah I thought it was also interesting too I didn't catch this before but uh, Legolas is talking about it feeling hot as well mm-hmm. but not in temperature in wrath right in energy yeah uh, I feel a great wrath about me do you not feel the air throb in your ears so again the whole concept that Elves, you know, can hear trees because they taught them language. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so this throbbing and I love how he, he talks about this, you know, throughout them writing through. He wants to stop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. did you say that already? He wants to stop yeah, yeah. and kind of hear and also talk to the trees and kind of figure Engage. out what exactly they're yeah, what they're what they're saying, um and communicate with them. And so I I think it's cool how that that's a perfect Way to to place that place that nugget in there that it's to right right now it just sounds like a throbbing to him, yeah. But if he's there long enough and he spends enough time with them, he can kind of translate that. You know, yes, for sure, yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. That crazy, yeah, it is because yeah. he did that earlier when he was going into
4: Fangorn and he, you know, sort of felt and sensed he could sense the dark patches and pockets. Yeah. You know, so you almost uh, wonder
3: too if it's like they if it if they're not so amped up from battle and killing all these orcs that. That it's so much information, mm-hmm. so much dialogue going on. That's just how it feels. Yeah. This this throbbing, this. Like an impression. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, and, and also, um, you know, Legolas being from Mirkwood, which we're going to talk right. a little bit about, you know. Yep. Uh, he's much more closer, I think. Well, even, yeah, I guess he, if your elf
3: was from Lothlorien too, it would be, you know, kind of yeah. the same thing. But um, I, I do think you're right, though. I think, I think, because um, I was even thinking of that, too. Like, yeah. you know, even among elves, I bet Legolas is. He's always, he's always thinking about trees. He's always talking about trees. And We come across other elves who are, but not well, as like, much as Legolas. Yeah, like like uh, I mean, he's obsessed. Gildor man. and those
4: guys back, you know, in, yeah. in back near uh, R- Rivendell. Like there, I mean, what's you right? Know, what are they into? Like, is there a forest there? I mean, there is,
3: yeah. but like it's yeah. not nothing that's significant. It to... wasn't as it wasn't as pressing as it is with Legolas. It seems yeah. like every time he's talking at length, he brings up trees. Every time he's a, he's around trees, he's wanting to engage them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's, maybe he's an old soul even for an elf, huh? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, ancient, the ancient elves. Right.
4: Yeah. Right. Um, so Gimli kind of goes on, again, talking about the this perilous wood in Middle Earth, and uh, he's, he's, you know, uh, grateful for the part that it played, but I do not love them. Uh, you may think them wonderful, but I have seen a, a greater <laughs> wonder in this land. More beautiful than any grove or glade that ever grew, my yeah. heart is still
3: full of it talking about these caves maybe. yeah so it's just um i have written next to this, this next few paragraphs because he really goes into detail about his his yeah you know affinity for these mm-hmm. caves i just wrote dude loves caves yeah right he does and he the does. wonders he saw in these caves back behind helms deep it's it's unlike anything well else which seen. we
4: didn't really get that in the in the film right that's not something i felt like we, no it was, no I mean, it's very different but it's sort yeah. of like we got that it was vast, and it seemed to have some... But and they're it, glittering. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like, too, that he was talking about something that might have been more man-made or natural-made. I was trying to discern, well, is he talking about just natural caverns? Because he mm-hmm. talked about the dripping of the water into pools mm-hmm. and things like that, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it's a natural yeah. thing that a dwarf would like. Because you stumble on that, and it's like it's a playground of just like... Look at all of this. This yeah. is beautiful. This and, and is and perfect
3: spot yes. for me to get in here and play. Yes, and I yeah. love how it's almost like Legolas interprets that. You have this whole misunderstanding here too, where Legolas is like, you know, I'm not. Sh- you know, these men of Rohan said they wouldn't would rather you not be in there because you would, you know, do your digging and your dwarf things. And he says, no, you misunderstand dwarves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right. Like what 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 we would be doing here is we would be. Improving upon this cave and like honoring it by, you know, he goes into talking about the great cities. Like you haven't seen, you know, the yeah the great dwarven cities and right. what what we do is, you, you misunderstand us pretty much. So it's so cool how they're he's helping. They're they're they're, I don't know. They're they're continuing to put well, to rest all of these misconceptions about each yeah. other's races. It's almost like in his own way he's refining.
4: You know, yeah. that, that he's perfecting and, it. Yes. And he's pulling out all these natural yeah. beauties that that
3: lie within gemstones. He's an artist. Yeah. He's an artist. Yeah. and The cave is his raw materials. Yeah. His palette. And he goes in there and he he just. Right. Yeah. It's his and it's also like his interpretation of that of that landscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful, dude. It it's is beautiful. You, you think of a craftsman, an artisan, you know, and that his his medium is cave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are you working? I work in mostly Cape. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the fissures, yeah. the, uh, the geodes, I I, I carve, I <laughs> I shape, I sand. That's hilarious. Um,
4: so yeah, he goes on, and I don't, I won't read all of it, but just sort of the idea that uh, he's he's explaining those. Um, oh my gosh, I all love all the this colors line. and stones. Is this him talking in Legolas when the torches uh, are kindled and men walk on the sandy mm-hmm. floors under the echoing? Um, Domes ah wow. then legless gems and crystals and veins of precious ore, you know, glint in the polished walls and light glows through folded marble uh, shell-like translucent as the living hands of Queen, Queen Galad- Galadriel. So and, tying
3: in the elven beauty. Yes,
4: that's where, because I when, I, when he first read that very first line about the, uh, this great beauty that um, lied, you know, I was, I was, I was Galadriel. Yeah. I'm thinking he's still hung up there, but he had just yeah. gotten out of these, you know, uh, caverns, and so. Yeah. But then he ties them
3: together. Yeah. You know, and Comparing I pairing the oh, two beauties, you know. and and Galadriel is held to be you know one of the most beautiful creatures in Middle Earth, and 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 Legolas can relate to that, right? He's seen the beauty of Galadriel. He's appreciated her. I mean, fully because he's an yes. elf, you know, he knows uh, he knows how uh, special she is and important she is, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, this line,
4: I tell you, it's. A, he just finally says uh, at the very end of all that, that going on, he says, caves, the caverns <laughs> of Helm's Deep. Yeah. Happy was the chance that drove me there. Yeah. Uh, it makes me weep to leave them. Yeah. You know?
3: Amazing, man. I mean, it's...
4: it's think about... Happy the,
3: was the chance that drove me there. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So... And think about... Uh, it's just cool. I just... I see... I don't know. I see an aspect of like... Uh, this is how I would imagine Tolkien talking about the places he loves. Just all mm-hmm. yeah. just just uh explicit details, crafting it beautifully with his words, going on and on and on, passionate yeah. man. Yeah. And I love this I love seeing this side of Gimli. Yes. And him turning and here's the other thing too, dude. When you think cave, what do you think? Oh I know. That's that's Dark, such a different perspective, dank. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, just kinda ugh. But yeah. then if you really stop to think about it, there you shed some light in a cave. Mm-hmm. You're able to see it. Yeah. It it is and can be, and they are some of the most beautiful places in the world. Well, yeah. Think about we we go, we
4: travel to go see to these go great see caves. Yeah, gay, yeah great caves. Right. You know? uh, and to see what's formed there and to yep. see nature at work and yep. stuff, you know. Yep. So yeah. Man. Yeah, cool. I mean, really cool. hmm Uh, and so now this we kind of move on to this bit where, you know, uh Le- 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 Legolas and Gimli are making a pack. Yeah. right and they're kind of like to each uh, other. Uh, th- yeah th- that uh, when you know i th- you know he wants legolas to go see see this yeah and they're kind of hoping for yourself man yeah they 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 want uh, uh and i think legolas is trying to convince him to you know come into the forest you know mm-hmm. and to be you know uh let him kind of guide him through the forest and show him you know <laughs> some of the beauties therein uh and, and gimli wants to do the same yeah, man. for legolas and awesome. it's like that's that hope, you know. We talked about at the beginning that they just they hope that that one day, um, they can get back to this
3: this place. So you move me, Gimli, he says. Yeah, and then yeah, he says, let's make this bargain. Right. If both if we both return safe out of perils that await us, we will journey for a while together. You shall visit Fangorn with me, and then I will come to uh, I will come with you to see Helm's Deep.
4: Yeah. How mm-hmm. cool. Yep, I know. Pretty neat, and and I just. Mm. I don't know. So now that sort of gets us through um, these trees that they were moving through. And Gandalf yeah. says, you know, uh, how far, or I'm sorry, Legolas says, how far is it to Isengard? Gandalf. Yeah. And that takes us sort of, you know, into where he kind of uh, maps it out for. says about 15 leagues as the Crows of Saruman make it. Um, you know, five from the mouth of the Deepening Coombe. Uh, to the Fords, and 10 more from there to the gates of Isengard. So he says we're not going to ride all that way tonight, yeah. but uh, you know time for us to rest up, and then we'll get there. Uh, so that's just a quick reference. So they've got a bit, uh, you know, ways to go. Uh-huh. So, and then as we move through the rest of this, I mean, it's sort of like, um, it's, it's the lay of the land. It's sort of the, they start to make, you know, comments on, you really see Saruman's destruction, yeah, of of this realm in this area, and you you, you can see uh, what it was that had upset Treebeard and and the trees and yeah. um, you know, living any living creature, you know, uh, near um, Isengard. So, and as we make our way out of the
3: uh, uh, <clears throat> forest, this this mobile part of uh, Fangorn, oh, we also yes. see the Ents, right? Yes, we yes, yes, first, yes. We, we see the eyes. Um, just kind of a notable little you know thing to bring up. It's Legolas who. Feels drawn back in. It almost feels like he's lured back in. He wants to go talk to these mm-hmm. yes. creatures. And, and Gandalf said, what does he say? It's not your time. It's not your Do time. Do not go back into the woods. Not yeah. yet. Now is not your time. Sounds like It sounds like almost parrot. Like, hey, it's not your time to go, bro. But he probably knows if Legolas goes and talks to these Ents, he's gone. Yes. He's not coming back to fight. He doesn't care about Sauron. He's going to be connected with beings. Something else will... We'll... Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll have just, a mission there. He'll have yeah, something. He'll just be he'll be stuck in with the ants. Help them find the ant wives. Sure. You know? I mean, whatever it may or be. Or just be in an ant moot and talk as long as them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but really cool. And then you see, you know, Theoden, who's realizing that, you know, that these these ants in the same way kind of Aragorn had this moment of, oh wow, they're they're real, they're real. beings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, th- these aren't just legends that we've heard about. They are real uh creatures, shepherds of the forest. Uh just
4: Really, well, really cool. What's neat is the, I don't know if you're talking about this, but the the they actually call it in uh, the Rohirric, Entwood, like it's yeah, like that's right. what they it's yeah, known as. And yeah. so it's like that's where that's you know we call it that for a reason. You know because yeah. uh, that's
3: their wood. That is uh, you know they shepherd that wood essentially. Yep. So and we get this we get this sad portion, and you know this is this is probably Tolkien a little bit commenting on industrialization and the loss of the natural world. And, and coinciding that with this, this war and how Mordor, Isengard, they all represent that uh, machine over nature. Uh, but uh, Gandalf says, you should be glad, Theoden King, for not only uh, the little life of men is now in danger, but the life also of those things which you have deemed the matter of legend. You are not without allies, even if you know them not. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Theoden says... Um, Yet also I should be sad, for however the fortune of war shall go, may it not so end that much that was fair and wonderful shall pass forever out of Middle Earth. And what a, what a sad concept I, I think about like, um, you know, currently in our world pollution. Yeah. I think about endangered species. I think about uh, creatures we've already lost forever, mm-hmm. and how yeah. we're so busy, you know, as a as a a global community now plowing ahead with the future yeah. that we're not, we're not caring about the wonders of the past. Yeah. Like, okay, this is a, a huge sidebar, but I think it goes perfectly with this is, mm-hmm. is Theoden and Gandalf lamenting this, right? Yeah. Two very important characters. Um, like I think about lions for instance. Okay. It, within the last 50 years, we've gone from over a hundred thousand lions in the wild to less than 20. Mm hmm less than 20,000 you know all these these and I you know our grandchildren will a lion be a legend mm-hmm. to them you know will tigers exist will there be these great mammals these right. whales yeah. um, just kind of sad no I, really l- sad. L- let me give you one I was working with a, a student today
4: he uh, was working on a zoology project and elephants uh, another one well yeah he, he, he was doing his on black rhinos oh yeah and he said he said he said uh, mr Kirk you know they're five, gone 5 to 10 years they won't yep they're gone yep i was like really he's yep. like that's the projection he goes some people think it's more closer to 5 yep and i was like really and uh yeah
3: it's like there are gonna... even specific uh smaller communities of black rhinos that are gone yes like yes. to certain regions that are localized that are they've been cornered and and you think about ants. you think about uh, other creatures in the middle of, maybe that little fox you know that fox that we saw mm-hmm. earlier they're all at risk yeah. Uh, when you're talking about Sauron and the evil yeah. of, of Mordor. For sure, yeah. Depressing.
4: So, yeah, it is. And, yeah, there's some, there's definitely some, some commentary there, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so the company now turns away from the Coombe, and um, they head uh, on the road towards the Fords, the Fords of Eisen, Uh and yeah. Legolas goes reluctantly. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs>
3: he definitely doesn't. Uh, he and really wanted to <laughs> stay. If anyone other than Ganoff would have said, now's not your time. He would have been gone. Oh it's yeah, for only sure. Gandalf that can pull him back, right? Yes, Mithrandir, whatever you know, whatever mm-hmm. you say, I guess. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, kind of the changing of the land here too, a little bit description of that. Yeah,
4: this is what I was kind of talking about a little bit. Just the idea that, uh, um, I think so. So so. we so just see this wasteland too, don't we? Yeah, they rode now um, at an easy pace, and, and dark came uh, down upon the plains about them. The slow moon mount, mounted, now waxing towards the full. Uh, and now that's interesting because the moon disappears here in a little bit. It feels like, doesn't it? Or does it set? Me Something see. like that. Yeah. Um, in its cold silver light, the swelling grassland rose and fell like a wide gray sea. Mm-hmm. They had ridden uh, for so, for uh, some four hours from the branching of the roads when they drew near to the fords. Long slopes ran swiftly down to where the river spread in stony shoals between high grass terraces. Born upon the uh, the wind, they heard the howling of wolves. Their hearts were heavy remembering the many men that had fallen in the battle in this place. And I think coming up here too, when we talk about the wolves, they, uh, yeah, it's just over here on the next, on my next page here where Gandalf talks about, um, well, first of all, they kind of see all the, all the work Gandalf had done Mm -hmm. when he left them back, uh, before Helm's deep, yeah, right, you know, and Mm -hmm. he talks about how he sent back, um, a few he was when he's with Thurkenbrand and they're 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 coming back to Elms Deep. Um, he knew that, that there might be uh some orc parties or some wolves or what have you that would maybe go back um and, and possibly steal or or pillage some of uh you know Théoden's stuff mm-hmm. or his people or who, yeah. people who were left behind. So he yeah. kinda sends a force. Doesn't he a small force back yeah. there? Yeah. I think. So uh which is kind of interesting. Who knows? So yeah, but uh, that's that's
3: I mean, and, yeah. Go ahead. Amir we talking just about the many fair things Saruman has destroyed. Has he devoured the springs of Aizen too? You know, not only like has he gone sure. around and and pillaged, you know, their villages and and burned those uh, as they as they went, but also you know really kind of starting to see maybe why these this forest and these horns and these Ents were mobilized mm-hmm. because. Saruman was careless with the world and used it as a resource and destroyed the earth, the very earth, as he went. And these places that I'm guessing that, you know, they would have some familiarity with that, um, you know, even if they hadn't recently, they would have known the general makeup of the land before and seeing it now and just being like, wow, Mm -hmm. he's destroyed some beautiful places here. So, you know, seeing uh, Theoden's lament just a few paragraphs ago just continuing here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. And uh another sad bit too, they they come across um the, the work that uh, you know Gainov had laid uh, uh he had charged some of the men there to kind of bury the men of the mark. Yeah. Um, you know, near the fords of Eisen. And uh kinda of says that, you know, they're still standing guard. This mound that they approach is, yeah. is kind of um always gonna be there. Yeah. You know, uh, That's what a cool
3: thought. Kind of like the you know the barrows back at right, yeah, protecting and you know guarding, yeah, Yeah, watching over in a way. Man, yeah, cool. That's the cool thing about this culture too. There's there's so much. uh, When I guess it it probably goes to the inspiration, the the you know the groups of people that inspired uh, the men of Rohan. They're um kind of like constant thought of the afterlife too, right? Mm -hmm. That life goes on that you. Uh, you go to live with your fathers in the in the halls of, yeah, you know whatever, right? Um, and uh, that even though your time on Earth has is come at an end, or you you end valiantly, that you you stay and you you continue your job there. Mm-hmm. You know you you watch over that place in a way that your spirit oh, yeah. has a has yeah. a has a place within the DNA of the land even now. Yes, and what a cool concept! Like that we're so we don't really think that way anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all like. Dead and gone, and um, you know we we don't reflect often on the dead, and they are constantly remembering those who have gone before us. That's a yeah, and that is a thing of the past, man. Honestly, because and I think part of it too is we're so afraid of death. They don't seem they seem to welcome death. Yeah, you know they seem to 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 see it as a, a more natural part of life. They're not as afraid of it, and if they can do it in service of their people, bring it on. Yeah. You know, was, I, um,
4: uh, yeah, I sometimes think it's a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this yeah. because I, in, I, I kind of, my growing up, uh, my family, where they were from and where like their, uh, faith, um, the sect, you know, the, 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 um, religious, you know, yeah. group that we, um, church we attended, yep. they, uh, memorial services, you yep. know, like having people's photos in the church who were, you know, people who had passed on like they yeah. really, you know, there was a reverence there, you know, for people who had passed on. But I don't see that, you know, uh, any more really. You know, what I mean, like I, I think we all per- yeah. maybe each of us individually uh, remember loved ones who have passed yeah. on. But I guess as like a community or I mean, we do in memorials like for yeah, big, you right. know, uh, for, for certain things. But like they're doing it frequently.
3: Yeah, it does seem like it's more it, more it, frequent it, and it's <laughs> more. Uh, it almost seems like it makes them more comfortable, doesn't it? Like yeah. that is a that is a phase of life. That you. is a, it's a path that we take, and yeah. and it's not the end. You know, this right. is not the end. There, there's more yeah. that goes on after. And mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if we if we didn't take that mindset, if it wouldn't be easier for us. To, I'm thinking about myself personally. If I thought about it more to live if to I, the fullest. Yeah, well, yeah. and just like not seeing death as an end, seeing it as mm-hmm. a continuation, and thinking about people who've who've passed on more yeah. often, and thinking about death even more. often I mean, Tolkien. You know, it, here's a funny little thing. When he was pushed to his brink yeah, and people said, what is Lord of the Rings about, man? What's it about? And he was pushed and pushed and pushed. He said, it's about death. It's yeah. about dying. It's about loss. Yeah. And I think the, the other part that's there too is knowing how to deal with it. Yeah. And like seeing it as, like Gandalf says in the movie, it's just a, another path that we all must take. Yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's like crazy. Getting chills over it's here. It's crazy. I love it. I love it. And yeah. I think I, me personally, I need to think of it more that way. I think maybe that mentality would make you less, make me less afraid of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, see it as less of a bad thing and and something that we can learn a lot from. Well, and yeah, yeah and, and to me, so you know, when you think about
4: that statement, um, when he when he said he's pushed and he makes a statement that it's about death, what also has to be about life. Absolutely! Was that your stomach that coming stomach. to life? I'm pretty sure you might have heard that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, That's man. the sound
3: escape for this episode. That's the sound escape. Uh, That's his
4: as yeah, stomach sound escape. Um, wow, bro! We're getting tough. you. talk. We're burning the. I can't the late the late oils right. The late oils. <laughs> the essential late uh, oils. But anyway, no, you know what I'm saying, like because yes. if you with you know um, if you have death, you have to have life. Absolutely, life. And the death, you know, you, you have, have to have, have both. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, because I, I think about right here, you've got um, and thinking back to home and hoping to see it there yeah. once again. But he's, they're on this, uh, uh, they're surrounded by death. He says that in the last chapter, mm-hmm. death, so much death, Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, so. Anyways. Yeah, right. gone, boy. Yep, 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 yep. So, now, I, the characters I, I didn't... Uh, um, I don't want to fail to mention these, these folks. So uh, Grimbold and um, Elfhelm, you know, uh, Elfhelm being, you know, um, well, so he talks about just, that was sort of the bit where he was talking about how he sent them back to uh, Edoras, you know, to kind of uh, take care of of things there. So this is just all Gandalf filling us in on what he was doing during that time. So, yeah. All right. So now they they move on with that. The company said farewell to the island and uh, mounted and passed over the river and climbed the further bank. Uh, they ride on, and uh, you know they uh, glad to have left the mournful fords. Uh, and, and you had, you had mentioned that the that they're diminished, you know, and that yep. uh, that uh, something that AMR said was you know uh, had to be Saruman, right? Isn't Elfhelm such an interesting name for?
5: Yeah,
3: a Rohirrim.
4: Yes, yeah. I thought it was, I was cool. Thinking about that, that's yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I just wouldn't mention mm-hmm. those because they're new characters who kind of yep. pop up, and I thought uh, it's, it's cool to add yeah, adds a little extra, yeah, you know, sorry, something to it. Not to... No, you're good. Yeah. Uh, so then they, they they write. So as they um, they're headed down this, so uh, it's called an ancient highway that ran down from Isengard, uh, that ran down uh, from Isengard to the crossing, and uh, it starts to kind of describe, you know, what they're coming upon here. Um, they rode more swiftly. By midnight, the Fords were nearly five leagues behind them, and uh, they halted then for the ending of the night's journey, for the king was weary. Um, they were coming to the feet of the Misty Mountains. Mm, there All we right. go. So um, we get another good reference. For those of you um, in The Hobbit, you'll you'll know uh, where we're at. Um, and uh, okay, so, so the question is, is laid here to... To Gandalf by Aragorn. Uh, what do you think uh, of that Gandalf? So they look off and they see... Um, this is like a... a smoke. smoke?
3: Yeah, it's just a deep... Shimmering billows, black and silver.
4: Vapor, it's just a, a yeah. smoke. It's uh, um, kind of hanging over yeah. um, where, where they're headed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, He says,
3: first time that's ever happened. Wowzers, sorry. God bless ye, sir. Uh, Aragorn says one would say that all the wizards veil was burning. One would say. Yeah. And uh Amor goes on to say there is ever a fume above that valley in these days. He's saying yes yeah, isn't new, boys. This has been going on. Uh but I have never seen aught like this before. Uh these are steams rather than smokes. Mm. So there we go. Uh yeah, right. So mm. yeah, there's yeah. there's your transition into what what could be going on. Saruman yeah. is brewing some devilry to greet us. Maybe he is boiling all the waters of Isen and that is why the river runs dry. It's also interesting I, we didn't I don't know if we really talked about this, but even though Gandalf kind of reassures them they're going to parlay, they're not necessarily they thinking know. that Isengard's destroyed. Yeah, they don't know. Right? And they're not necessarily thinking that they're not going to encounter more orcs along the way. So this is it's it's hard to it's hard to go back and go Oh yeah, they don't they don't know what Tree Beard and the of Ents have done. Yeah, right. Um they're seeing this as it could still be potentially dangerous moving up here. And yeah. it's, not, it's not not really Yeah, the give case. it to me. Uh
2: you don't know Than you don't know. Oh boy. You don't know what's going on. Hey, you know what, um <laughs> uh, I found me a new master <laughs> in Saruman here the old thunk. And I like me being an old thunk. But I tell you what, this steam's doing all kinds of hurt to my hair. <laughs> I sure could use some of that mane and tail you used to give me. Did oh, you bring any man. of that to Paul Lake? Toss it up.
4: Oh, my gosh. Bring it up. Here. I shouldn't have started. I shouldn't have. I'm sorry, guys. It's my fault. a shower
2: on the third floor. I got to use some mane and tail.
4: That's my fault. Okay. My fault. My fault. Will I
2: grow my eyebrows back?
4: All right. Here we go. I'm going to plow ahead. So, uh, <laughs> fitting words, fitting words. Um, yeah. So, so the, 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 the smoke, the smog, the, the mist, the, uh, the steam, what have you. There's a video that I thought was kind of interesting where Gandalf says, um, what is it that comes upon them? So they, they, camped camp beside the bed of the eyes and river. Yeah. Uh, it was still silent and empty. Some of them slept a little, but late in the night, uh, the watchman cried out I all what this is, bro. Yeah. The moon this was is... gone. So it says the moon was gone. So yeah. I get it. I think it was a. Day later, I was trying to keep track of days. Yeah, don't worry um, about it. Yeah, stars were shining above, uh, but over the ground there crept a darkness, blacker than
3: night. This on both sides of the river rolled towards them. Is this some sort of devilry and, and, that's and wizardry? Gotta be. I think. And that's, I think you know what makes me think of is as uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, that's, that black smoke. Sure, that just consumes mm-hmm. people. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, so I mean, Gandalf's instructions to them are: you know, stay where you are, draw no weapons. Yeah, wait, it will pass you by. Yeah. Uh, A mist gathered about them. Uh, Above them, a few stars still glimmered faintly, but on either side uh, there arose walls of impenetrable uh, gloom. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, They were in a narrow um, lane between moving uh, towers of shadow. Yes. Mm -hmm. There I am. There you are. Uh, Voices they heard whispering and groaning and an endless rustling sigh, and the earth shook under them. Long it seemed to them that they sat and were afraid, but at last the darkness and the rumor passed and vanished between the mountain's arms. So, I don't know, just... um, Hey, I'm in
3: the Lord of the Rings. You are. Lucky you. You're uh, in Star Wars. I'm in Lord of the Rings. That's fitting. That's fitting. Yes. Is it not? Yeah, sure.
5: Okay. Yeah. Well, uh,
4: well, you're probably
3: in it quite a bit. Whatever, we haven't read that word yet. I think we have. No, we have not. We haven't read it, but I think it's been there. So. No, it has not been. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, wow, dude. Way to downplay this for me. This is all a big right, moment right.
4: for me, Ezra. I'm not. I'm just saying. You know. Um, now this is neat. So wait, wait, hold on. Can you? Can I? Can we, can we? Go for it. Okay. So the darkness that was kind of spreading there, away south upon the Hornburg, uh, in the middle of the night, men heard a great noise. Uh, as a wind in the valley and the ground trembled and all were yeah. afraid and no one ventured to go forth but in the morning they went out and were amazed for the slain orcs were gone and the trees also far down into the valley of the deep the grass was crushed and trampled brown uh, brown as if giant herdsmen <laughs> had pa- had uh, pastured great uh, droves of cattle there uh, but a mile below the dike a huge pit had been delved in the earth And over it, stones were piled into a hill. Men believed the orcs whom they had slain were buried there. But whether those who fled into the wood uh, were with them, none could say. For no man ever set foot upon that hill. Wow, no man. Um, The death down, it was afterwards called. And no grass would grow there. Not amazing. Yeah, but the strange trees uh, were never seen in the deepening comb again. Uh, They had returned at night. And had gone far away to the dark dales of Fangorn. Thus, they were revenged upon the orcs. Wow! So there's your whole kind of fill in. I uh, sorry. I read the whole thing, but, um, you know, that's that's sort of uh, yeah, that's I mean, because remember they they uh, Gandalf had said actually, they left the orcs. Yeah, they live there's multitude. They they couldn't even count them, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it foresight? I don't I don't know. What? Wouldn't you love also?
3: I'm just thinking about this visual, like. I would, how, I would love to see the ants pushing the trees uh-huh. like a shepherd driving sheep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, How cool would that look? Yeah. And right. also really interesting, too, thinking about, you know, like, eat, so so orcs destroy nature, right? mm mm-hmm. um, And there's no respect there. There's no respect between orcs and the natural world. And, like, who has the last laugh? Right. Grass is like, we're not even going to grow on you, bro. Right, exactly. We're not going to honor you yeah. with covering you up. You can right. just sit there. You're just there. Yep. We mm-hmm. know where you are. Yeah, we do.
2: Songs of Guns. We do.
4: Uh so anyways, you know the, the they didn't get much more sl- sleep that night. Obviously, it's you know um, we're back to King and uh, and, and company here. Yeah. And uh, but what they did hear, they did hear um, the rushing of the the river. It sort of yeah. comes back, right? It's it's reawoken, yeah. um, and so it's hurrying down among the stones. So you know that's good. Um. And then the next morning, uh, they they, wake up with this kind of this fog. Uh, it's, it's, it's dim, d- uh, dimly lit there. And, um, let's see what happens here. So then, then they move down through, um, other heading on, on, onward towards, uh, Isengard. Right. So, yep. um, yeah, a lot of that is just, just describing the lay of the land. No trees grew there among the rank grass, um, yeah, it could be see burned uh, areas, axe hewn stumps of ancient groves. Yeah. So it's a sad country. This is something that uh, it quick, had
3: once had been fair and green.
4: Yeah, and I think this is this is something that had angered Quickbeam right back. Yep. Uh, you know, a couple of chapters ago. Yeah. He possibly was you know good friends with these yeah. with these trees yep. in this area. So um, we 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 heard about that, and our company is now kind of uh, understanding what's going on here. So. so uh, they also say that they saw, suddenly a tall pillar loomed before them. It was black and set upon. Uh, uh, set, set upon it was a great stone, carved and painted in the likeness of a long white hand, its fingers pointed north. Uh, yeah, sure. not far now. They knew uh, that the gates of Isengard must stand. So their hearts were heavy, but their eyes could not pierce the mist ahead. And uh, and again, this mist is is essentially just this water that is rushing back in that they're. Yeah. Cooling the machinery there yep. I love too There's a visual later on Where they talk about um, The fires that would burn there And the different colors um, oh, You know yeah. the red And the this uh, green Eerie green yeah. color And yeah. blue flame yeah. um, That would come out like, of
3: Like true searing heat Yeah mm-hmm. I mean really Isengard was on fire bro Yeah And I don't know I mean this book club This Upper community It's on fire too which yeah. makes me think, Ezra, that we just need to start a podcast. Yeah. You know, got to start a book club. Okay. Got to get the name um, just <laughs> right. And it's an important thing. It is. Agreed. So agreed. Agreed. All important things I, I leave to you. So what, what so, name so can what, you come up what with? What
4: say I, huh? Um, oh. How yeah. about. Um, what? What say a high podcast? Sorry, no, <laughs> throw that in there. I mean, that was a good one, right? That's the first um, one you've ever come up with on the spot. That spot. That was great. pretty good. Um, Men of the Mark podcast. Ooh, I like that. What do you think?
2: Uh, what about Mighty and Wizardry podcast? Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh, of course. Uh, the Tea Time podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, sometimes you to drink some tea you first. Got, well, you're going to spill a little tea too.
3: Spill some tea. Yeah. Put a little cream in there, you know, lighten it up. Uh, elf sang, hammer rang podcast, yeah. or uh, something we haven't heard yet. Yeah, but is fitting for us.
2: The narrow lane podcast.
3: Wow, I'd have to ditch my co-host. Though. Yeah, I don't know that anyone really would wants, care. Wants that? Where would we be without our compass? Yeah, be our lost. banner, our, our Gandalf.
4: I don't know where we would be. Yeah. We we're, we really wouldn't know, you know, at all. So yeah, no, you know. it wouldn't. So. Oh well. Oh my gosh, we're getting there. Maybe one
3: of these days we will start. Guys, it. hang, hang on. We, we'll might need a, we might need a studio first. Um. Oh. <laughs> Amazon Studios podcast.
4: Jamie. All right, back into it here. We're we're oh, getting uh, near the end here. So, um, uh, and 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 really, we get a lot of description, which I'm not going to uh, labor us with here. Just of of the of the tower. Yeah, you guys can um, read it, right? I mean, that's the. That's well the yeah cool thing. i mean it, it, it just to sort of go over i mean really what what you see is the destruction as yeah. they as you get closer you start to realize like whoa um there's a lot of rubble there's yeah. a lot of uh you know i love to here in just a second they pass a, the a post <laughs> what they believe is a post yeah uh fantastic not a post yeah and uh we'll talk about that in just a second but you know so so they're they're moving through here and they're they're really seeing all of this um you know just um I don't know, destruction and uh mm-hmm. the work of the ends, essentially. Yeah, so baby. I love there's there's also a tidbit about uh Barador, the the Dark Tower and how this is sort of uh you know, kinda of turned into um a child's model, I think is what it's called. Um you know, yeah. or Yeah. Or slave's flattery. Yeah. Also right. the, the kind of the,
3: mocking. Yep. And and also even even the name of Orthank itself. Um, the name of which had, by design or chance, a twofold meaning, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to think about. Was it given the name because of what it would become, or did it become this? You know, was it a coincidence? Yeah. Uh, for in the Elvish speech, Orthanc signifies Mount Fang, but in the language of the Mark of Old, the Cunning Mind. Mm-hmm. And you think about, uh, you think about Saruman. And how he has been very cunning, not in a good way, uh, in a bad way. How he's kind of, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a derogatory connotation. Uh, he's used his cunning for for evil. He's constantly schemed and 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 yeah. tried to play people and manipulate people and creatures and places, yeah. Middle Earth itself. You know, right. he's malip- manipulated and twisted. Even even the devices of his. He's trying to manipulate Sauron through this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's going to trick Sauron, be able to get the ring himself and become, you know, the Lord of Middle Earth himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even the way he's um, kind of tampered with what orcs are, you know, mixing them with men and creating Earl Kai. That's that's a that's a level of cunning. Uh, it's just it's an interesting twist. I think a lot of times we think about cunning as being, you know, this you're real quick, witty, yeah, intelligent. Yep. Fast, smart, responsive. And what he's doing here is is showing the, the you know the tail side to that head of hey, not not a not a good thing, man. Right. Cunning is all in how you use it. Yeah. Right. Yes. You can be cunning in a bad way too. And right, exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Very interesting how that name itself sort of uh prophesied the you know Yeah. You know, the, the Sarmouth of true colors, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's true colors, yeah. That's good.
2: Which isn't white. Right. I've seen them. Does green.
4: No, it's true colors. Oh man,
3: uh, sorry, you're good. We get uh, eventually up onto our little, our little guards, though, right?
4: We do, we get yeah. That way. I mean, that's that's basically where we're headed. You know, the, yeah. the rest of this is the they're uh, they're kind of marveling at at the power of this, well, this greatness of Saruman, but then also the his over, his overthrow, sure, yeah. right? And and now you know they they're just Did, kind of bewildered
3: a little bit. Other than um, Gandalf, you think any of them knew the extent? of Saruman's power and what he had done to the earth like the full extent Mm -hmm. is that also part of why you think they're marveling maybe like they're like holy crap he did this place in yeah maybe he had quite an operation going here especially if they've seen it before they've
4: been through here and they're like this isn't remind us of anything we had in the past Uh, you know one of the things I I thought about when I was reading this chapter was that they follow Gandalf because of the great things that he's doing right now because otherwise you wouldn't go on that place no you wouldn't you wouldn't no. go anywhere near, uh, you know, Saruman and 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 you know him creating these hordes and sending. I mean, no. it's just like you're you're going with a with a pretty boss wizard, yeah. You know, well, the boss of bosses, you know. Especially, and,
3: yeah. It, especially with the confrontation coming up, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
4: So it just, I don't know. Interesting that they did follow him, and they don't have a whole force, and you yeah. know, it just I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So. um yeah, so 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 for a moment there, Theoden and Amair and, and all of his men stared, um, you know, at them in wonder. Um, let's see. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm sorry. I missed the. I missed the. Uh, let me go back just a tidbit. Um, this is great. So, the king and all of his company sat silent on their horses, marveling, you know, and all this good stuff. Right. So uh, they saw close beside them a great rubble heap. Suddenly, they were aware of two small figures um, lying on it, uh, at their ease gray clad, hardly to be seen among the stones. <laughs> there were bottles and uh, <laughs> bowls and platters laid upon uh, uh, beside them uh, as if they had, they had just eaten well and now rested from their labor. Uh, one seemed asleep, <laughs> and the other crossed legs and arms behind his head, leaned back against a broken rock and, set, uh, and sent from his mouth long wisps and rings of thin blue smoke.
2: Isn't that
3: cool how, like, just the play on the term smoke, too, and the visual of smoke. Yes, yes. Right, one one being this destruction and the other, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, this celebration. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 actually, it's great. Get some old Toby back, mm-hmm. baby. Oh, my
4: gosh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, this is just a, a great little
3: exchange. So how many you've... times do they stare in wonder this chapter, too? Oh, yeah. Like, four or five times, right. at least, that's pointed out specifically. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, so, so for a moment, yeah, they're, they're staring there. Uh, and, uh, um, he, I love this cause you get Théoden's kind of perspective on what the hobbits look like. A young yeah. man is what he looked like. Yep. Um, though not much, uh, more than half a man in height. His head was brown with curly hair, um, clad in travel stained cloak, you know, um, the same kind that, uh, you know, that the, the companions of Gandalf yep, had worn sure. into Eterus. And um, I love this part. They they nailed this in the movie. Yeah, uh, he he bowed very low, putting his hand upon his breast, and you
3: can see that, can't yeah, you? you? Him can. putting his hand there and just yep. bowing, right? Yep, real low, um, um, like yeah. he's had too much to smoke and drink. Probably, yes, yep. very yep. much
4: so. Uh, and then, uh, and then, seeming not to observe the wizard and his friends, <laughs> he turned to Aemir and the king, which is fantastic. Yeah, uh, you know, welcome, my lords, to Isengard. He said. We are the door wardens, and uh, so this is Mary uh, speaking to us here, and kind of, you know, um, greets them. And, and And Pippin is asleep. Yeah, he has to give <laughs> him a little bit of a kick, you know. And uh, and he explains that the Lord Saruman is within, but at the moment he is he is uh, closeted with one worm tongue, or doubtless he would be here to welcome such honorable guests. <laughs> uh, Gandalf laughs. Doubtless he would. Uh, and, uh, and and was it Saruman that ordered <laughs> you to guard his Damaged doors, and watch for arrived guests. Uh, and so we find out that uh, you know um, it's Treebeard. Treebeard's he's actually Lord of Isengard He's now actually I mean. yeah. He's, he's ordered them there. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is uh, what Theoden calls these individuals. You know, mm-hmm. um, he he. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quickly here. He calls them uh, not quite a Hobbit, but what does he call them? It's it's because they tell him to. Um, Hobbit is what they say. Oh, there it is, right there. It's. Do you mm-hmm, see it, Lane? Hob mm-hmm. Hobbitolithen, Hol, uh, a hob a hobbit Hobbitolin and he says hobbits, if you please, Lord said said uh, Pippin, hobbits said oh, Theoden. Yeah. Your tongue is strangely changed. So what is it that I mean?
3: So he's definitely heard of is them. That and, Rohirric for it's hobbit, Rohirric, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds kind of old English, doesn't? Can't even it? pronounce it. Hol Holbitlan. <laughs> three here. <laughs> there you go. Hobbitland. Uh, yeah, that's probably it, man. It was kind of yeah, cool because Roherick.
4: they they mention um that uh you know that, that they had people hadn't really heard of Hobbit. Everywhere yeah. they've gone, no one's really heard of them. Right. And so they're cool. kind of yeah, and it's in their you know right now in relation to where they are, um the the Shire is is north. And so yes. they talk about the men of Rohan being from the north. Hobitla yeah. or
3: Hobitla means hole builder. Yeah, okay. Okay, the legendary creatures known among the Northmen and the Rohirrim. Yeah. Man, it's cool, isn't it? Like, it, it, the other cool thing they're doing too is they're almost in the same category as ants. Yeah. Ants are these well, legends just, that yeah. the Rohirric are like, oh, okay, they're real. They're real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hobbits are these legends that, oh, okay, they're real. Yeah, and the cool thing about hobbits too is like their their whole goal is to stay away from all the affairs of the big folk, mind their own business. Yeah, and these four hobbits are breaking that mold, and they're becoming even more legendary by what they're doing. Right? Exactly. Isn't that awesome? Like they are they're ah, they're it's like legend building in the making.
4: It is. Well, here is what Thayden says about him. He says you know he's I don't know any tales about hobbits. I will not deceive you. He says, all that is said among us is that far away over many hills and rivers live the halfling folk that dwell in holes and sand dunes. Sand dunes. Yeah. Uh, But there are no legends of their deeds, for it is said that they do little and avoid the sight of men, (laughs) being able to vanish in a twinkling, and they can change their voices to resemble the piping of birds. Yeah. But it seems that more could be said. Yeah.
3: How. As we often find with legends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I just thought it was kind of cool what they've heard, you know. Like yeah, these, that is They cool. can quickly disappear. They can hide almost, you know, uh, like there's something, you know, to them. I don't know. There, there's a mystery. This. Um...
3: Oh, and I love that he says, I had not heard that they spouted smoke from their mouths. Yes, yes. That is not surprising, answered Mary, for it is an art which we have not practiced for more than a few generations. It was Tobold Hornblower of Longbottom and the South Farling who first... Grew the true pipeweed in his gardens, about the year ten seventy, according to our reckoning. How old Toby came by the plant? Mm-hmm. So cool. And learning that old Toby is, you know, named after Tobold, yeah, yeah. himself. So yeah, one of the best cool, parts man. is
4: Gandalf interrupting and saying, uh, "You do not know your danger, Theoden. These <laughs> hobbits will sit on the edge of ruin and discuss the pleasures <laughs> of the table." Or the small doings of their fathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers <laughs> and remoter cousins to the ninth degree, if you encourage them with undue patience. So basically,
3: just watch yeah. it. You're going to be here all day long. And look at uh, that, man! And look at the power of the hobbits. Yeah, we go from chapters and chapters of serious, right? Uh, like you know, danger and battle and foreboding and co- you know, confronted with mortality. And Gandalf said it right there. You meet the Mary, these merry folk. The, yeah, the danger is the happiness they bring. Yes. And on the on the edge of destruction, they're sitting there talking about yeah. the simpler things of life. I mean, the crazy thing is... And like, that is their power, isn't it? That's it their is, power, man. It is. Just inside
4: is a great wizard, <laughs> yeah. Saruman, right? Yeah. In Wormtongue. And they're sitting out there just eating away, chilling, smoking. Talking about the
3: history of pipe weed. Yeah, it's like, un.
4: What just not, hap- a care. Yep, not a care. Not a care.
3: What just happened is one of the most epic things in the history of Middle Earth. Right. The awakening of of these ancient giants to destroy a great evil. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll tell you about the history of what we're smoking here. Yeah. Well, and it's also like, good for them. What's What's <laughs> yeah. next? Let's right, get right. some food. Right. And Let's, it's cool uh, to see them interacting with Gandalf again. Yeah. Like, the last time we had that was Moria. Yeah. Right? And it was a very mm-hmm. dark time. That wasn't nearly as, oh, yeah. as happy. And it's just, that's a refreshing way to end a chapter yeah and kind of transition like yeah it's great. Yeah, i don't know it's, fantastic. it's beautiful
4: um okay so you know just to kind of finish up here so uh they talk just a bit about uh the you know mary waved his hand towards the steaming lake and kind of explains what had happened you know and and it explains you know where i forgot to mention that there's this ring that uh kind yeah of
3: the ring of of, of rock, yes. like the wall.
4: Yeah, it's sort of a mile across too. You've got a uh, if you go from like you know one side to the other, you cross the circle. It's mm-hmm. a, about a mile. Mm-hmm. So they've got a little bit of a ways uh, where Treebeard and the rest of the Ents are kind of um, you know doing work and and uh, you know um, yeah. So so he wants Thayden to go with him. Gandalf kind of takes him, leads him around the side, and basically you know um, they go on to meet Tr- uh, Treebeard and um, you know who he calls Fangorn right and talks about him being the eldest and the chief of the Ents Um, and you know when you speak with him you will hear the speech of the oldest of all living things and um, you know there's a little farewell to the hobbits but it's sort of like he says that you'll be this is a great sort of thing for Théoden to come speak to Treebeard and to learn these things you know just to to look into this
3: wisdom this uh, eyes we talked about. yeah yeah so Tolkien talked about that. We were so captivated by. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too. Like, okay, so this is, this is reaching, but it's just where my mind goes. You know, Saruman comes to ruin, comes to destruction. His efforts for power are vanquished within a ring. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I know a lot of towers and buildings had a, a, a ringed wall around it, but it's just that imagery yep. is, is very interesting. A ring of that's now flooded. You know, the opposite of fire.
4: Yeah. Man. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're Wild. Right. Wild. Uh, we'll finish just with this last bit here. When uh, After in saying his farewell to the hobbits, he kind of says, you know, he'd love to come again. Uh, he wants them to come to his house and he'll listen to all their tales about their grandfathers, their cousins, and so cool. what have you. And when he leaves, Pippin says, uh, so that's the king of Ron. A fine old fellow. Very polite.
3: You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So imagine the stories they're going to take back to the Shire of, of King Theoden. Yeah. You know? So it's oh, also yeah. cool. Also, to go with the uh, whole bitla, uh, there is a little little uh, a snippet here, anecdote that the legend originated uh, in Rohan, perhaps from the time when their ancestors, the Aothed, saw and knew the hobbits from the vales of Anduin. Yeah. Before or around their wandering days. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That is, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And that would, yeah, you know,
4: they would see them as if they weren't well known to the Hobbit. They would see them as skittish and you know hiding and things. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool.
3: Yeah, pretty. It's cool. awesome. All Great right, chapter man. I mean, that the thing I love about about those chapters is uh, not a lot happens. I guess air quote. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was a air quote. Sorry. Um, but we get back into those characters we see more of that character development. Yeah. And uh what happens on, you know, in the in the souls of our characters is is just as profound and like exciting. Yeah, well,
4: it's, it's interesting. So there's very little Aragorn in that, right? V- very next little. to none. Very right? little. But you get different as you say bringing forward characters like Gimli and Legolas. Yep. Um both of them had a great tale, great conversation. Yeah. Uh we get more into their heart and then you get a lot Théoden, Théoden and, and, and Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, exactly. And, then and at the and end
3: a, Good chunk of Aomir too. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. in there and, and his voice being heard too. Right. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, the Hobbits. Well, and you get all right.
4: that that fill in, that storytelling from getting and and yep. what happened when you were gone type of thing. So. Yep.
3: And even just. Not that, everything, but. Right. Enough. Yeah. yeah. And even just. Uh, yeah, that's true. And just, um, I guess, even just our, our physical journey through it, we're observing the past. You know, what, what like you said, what has happened since he's, you know, since he uh, was under the influence of Warm Tongue. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, grandma!
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm done. That's it. You're done. All right. You got yeah. any other uh, cool connections or anything? That was that was fun. No, yeah, a I think there's fun.
4: there's more. We, c- I mean, again, uh, the the description of Isengard leading into it. There's a lot more. There was actually yeah. a bit more, but you guys can can kind of check that out for sure. yourselves. And I think uh, I think the the film does a good job of showing yeah uh, showing that. So absolutely, um, it's I mentioned that it being a mile wide just because it's like it's big. Yeah. A lot there.
3: I, I said so. this in Discord too, but did anyone else before this chapter? Were you thinking about that that uh, in uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Return of the King, EA Games video game that mm-hmm. first level where you're Gandalf and you're working your way from Helm's Deep all the way to Isengard? Mm-hmm. It's just a cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because you get to you get to work your way through the forests. You kind of make your way through that pit and up through the hills, and you see think in the distance, and work your way towards the tower. It's just kind of a cool—you you sort of see that destruction, yeah, uh, uh, gradually, like you do here in the book. And I just thought of that right away. Yeah, pretty neat. Nice. Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, man.
4: Right, yeah. Uh, on to uh, bywater post here. So again, you can send your bywater post into an unexpected pod at Gmail. Uh, dot com. We've got two for you today. Yeah. Um, I will, uh, a little special nugget here for me at the end, uh, so I'll
3: take the second one, Lane, if that's yeah. okay. I'll go with uh, Richard LaPold, will be our first here. Um, Hello, lads, he says. I sent you a few photos a while back of a few Middle-earthish spots near my town here in Ireland. I was inspired by you to read a bit of uh, Lord of the Rings atop the hill of Tara. Yeah, I remember this mm-hmm. one gorgeous afternoon amongst hippies and tourists eager to greet the summer solstice. <laughs> take me back, bud. Uh-huh. Let's, let's just yeah. get a time machine. I, remember I do remember, that. yeah. Hop in there mm-hmm. and, and go jump through those pictures. Uh, one of the reasons I've ended up here is because of Mr. Tolkien, his world and characters. Here's my tale. Sorry for the length. We'll take the tale. Uh, send your apologies somewhere else Uh, my first exposure to him would have been the Hobbit uh, animated movie back in the 90s an art school buddy of mine showed it to me unfortunately I was too proud to admit I was interested and dismissed it at the time as being only for basement dwellers whoa man That's a great term. It's a little shot at hobbits too. They kind of live in the basement, don't they? Yeah, basement's the
2: first floor, boy.
3: (laughs) Folks into playing D anD D while listening to Rush. I now realize that these things are in fact cool. Uh, How ignorant I was! It pains me to think of how much Tolkien time I've missed out on thanks to that Sackville Baggins version of (laughs) myself. We all struggle with that, Richard. That's Uh, hilarious. I can totally understand that. (laughs) Decades later. I found myself devouring the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit books after watching the fellowship. Maturity had begun to set in, I suppose. At the same time, I began investigating my Catholic faith, which drove me further down this road and led me straight to Tolkien and the true depth these stories contain. Seeing the parallels between Tolkien's worldview and a lost spirituality, I wanted to regain. Wow, was such a comfort. Each breakaway into a chapter of good old Middle Earth recharged me. Like a stay-in Rivendell uh, or a peanut butter and Lembus sandwich. (laughs) I got to try that, dude. Maybe a little jelly on mine too. This newfound friend truly helped me during a very hard time in my life. I found myself losing my dream home and navigating a bad divorce while working an unfulfilling job in New Jersey of all places. Would have made for a kick-ass Bruce Springsteen song. (laughs) Man, yes. my faith and a hobbit-like perseverance to maintain a sense of hope pushed me through those lost years without completely falling apart. I was marching on to my personal Mordor while not knowing exactly what my mission was or where I'd end up. Hey, that sounds like Frodo himself mm-hmm. to me. Uh, man, it's beautiful. Time went on. My patience and prayers paid off. I ended up meeting a wonderful woman, my very own goldberry i yeah i love that the only problem was she was from ireland a world away she may as well uh dwell in the undying lands what's a man to do dare i leave everything i know behind in pursuit of love in hopes of starting a new life and family how will it work what will i do so many questions and no gandalf to counsel me those books are honestly part of what gave me the courage to do just that set off on the adventure of a lifetime. Now, a few years later, I have an amazing wee wife, a lovely daughter, and another on the way, all while living in such a beautiful country. I owe a great amount of thanks to Tolkien, and I also thank you two gentlemen for starting this community of like-minded Tolkien fans. I proudly consider myself an upper and look forward to continue rediscovering Middle Earth with you. If you ever find yourselves in Ireland, be sure to look me up. Don't forget the sniffing, Richard mm-hmm. Uh Wow. Uh, yeah. So many things to relate to there. Um, I didn't have to move across the world for my Goldberry, but I definitely know that feeling of taking a risk, mm-hmm. yeah. putting yourself out there, and hoping to God that you're Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, beautiful man it's just and I love I love how Richard's life and his story demonstrates what we were just talking about dude yeah how how from death and loss and what you think the is the world ending comes life Mm -hmm. and beauty and restoration like that I don't that that your story hit me brother yeah, well, uh, that was, that was beautiful. And thank you, you know, you're thanking us, whatever. Thank you for being a part of this fellowship. Thank you for being brave and sharing your story and, and being an upbring and, and, and being proud to be one too. Uh, yeah. man, what a, wow. And, and when we do go to Ireland, we're going to sit on top of that hill with you. Oh, we're going to read some Tolkien. Gosh, I'd love to. We might drink a pint of Guinness. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what struck me, um,
4: is that I'm um, a basement dweller. You know. yeah <laughs> me
3: too baby keep me it. down there i love and richard, it, richard is too he is too man he's, he's i mean one. but i can relate to that too i mean there was a there was a period of time i i put off i already didn't you know didn't know about tolkien and then when i i remember seeing the trailers and everything i'm like what a lame dorky like you know mm-hmm. just give me sports just give me sports i was so consumed with yeah sports that i didn't realize that there's you know this whole new world that is so much more valuable so much more beautiful and how it's it's flipped my life yeah you know upside down too so i can relate to that too man yeah awesome wow Gorgeous. all right all right uh yes yeah, so, okay we got one more here
4: um so we have let's see here uh bywater post talking story here from uh Kathy uh Stivers Kathy Stivers so here we go Uh, hi guys. I just found your podcast about a week ago and have been binge listening since, uh, whenever I, uh, have the spare time. I've just finished listening to your episode on the council of Elrond. Uh, so this is cool because, you know, Kathy is, um, someone who we kind of, you know, pulled for a recent, uh, story just because, you know, we kind of wanted to get some, uh, more of those in here and, um, this it really is just a couple weeks ago where we got this, and so it was people coming back through the podcast, kind of, yeah. you know, getting to, you know, um, you know, getting in a little bit later or what have you. But yeah, yeah. they're plowing through. I love it. Yeah. Um, thought that I would take a little break to drop you a note and let you know how much I uh, am loving the podcast and to share with you how I came to Tolkien. Uh, I was 12, I think, when I had my first experience with The Hobbit in the form of my mom reading it to me. Uh, at that time, I did not know just how big of a Tolkien fan my mom was, uh, nor that she had apparently been waiting uh, to be able to share, to start sharing that love with me. Oh, that's so Yeah. Cool. Uh, anyways, I was instantly in love with the story, and when it was over, I wanted more. Hmm. Uh, so our nightly ritual began, uh, mom reading to me, uh, each evening I will always treasure those memories, uh, first from The Hobbit and then The Lord of the Rings. It became something we shared, our love of Middle Earth and everything to do with it. I remember still sitting there, shrinking down, almost wanting um, to hide when something scary happened, like the first time we encountered the Black Riders and when they attacked the camp under Weathertop. And, of course, the thrill that I still get to this day when uh, rereading various passages, for instance, uh, The Charge of Theoden and The Return of the King. I also can't read that without crying. Yeah. Um, yeah. A few years later, when I was 16 and having... um, By then, read the books again on my own at least twice, came uh, the exciting news that December, the Fellowship of the Ring was coming to the big screen. To say I was excited is an understatement, and I was in uh, seventh heaven when my mom announced that we were going to see it opening night. It was an awesome time. Uh, We went to both the Two Towers and Return of the King on their opening nights as well, Hmm. just mom and I uh, having a girls' night out to indulge in our uh, joint love of Middle-earth now that we only saw the movies um i'm sorry yeah uh, not that we only saw the movies once in theaters (laughs) yeah of course you know yeah uh, obviously uh fast forward a few years then having uh, five years of college courses under my belt beginning my first year as a teacher uh, five years did i say five courses five years of college (laughs) courses i was gonna say it takes a little longer uh yeah so um beginning my first year as a teacher Uh, A lovely bunch of third graders, and I received the news that shattered my world. Um, I should have known it was not uh, anything good when the principal came into my classroom um, and said there was a phone call for me in the office and that she would watch my class. My dad was on the other end of the phone. Uh, My mom had been in an accident. Um, I don't remember what happened to cause the other car to cross the double yellow. Uh, The woman who had brought me into the world. Um, had shared so much of herself with me during my life was gone. It was some time before I was able to pull myself back together, really. Uh, In the meantime, I just went through life almost mechanically. Days filled with teaching and evenings of crying myself to sleep. Eventually, I started to cope, uh, to try and move forward. One night, I was missing her so much, knowing I couldn't even call her, I reached for the treasured story— sitting there reading aloud to my empty apartment at first thinking it would be uh, just a good distraction. But then uh, I had the funniest thing happen. I know it may sound strange and I know most people will never believe it, but I swear I could smell my mom's perfume. I could feel her there with me. So I read as if I were reading aloud to someone else. And I believe that she was there with me again, sharing our love of Middle Earth. Uh, Maybe it was... uh, just my mind playing tricks on me, some coping mechanism or, uh, something else, but I don't think so. Regardless, each year I still reread the books, uh, more often, uh, than not out loud. Uh, I am now the mother of a beautiful two-year-old girl and I look forward to the day when I can share this same love with her. Thanks for the podcast guys. It's an awesome, uh, please keep up the great work. Kathy Stivers. um, Wow, Kathy, thanks for, um, for sharing that. That's, uh, you know, that's something that's, you know, um, you know, I have to say that I'm blessed in that I, you know, my, when my mom passed, we knew we had time, you know, and, uh, that's gotta be so hard, you know, to have, to get a call there one day gone the next day, you know, Mm. um, but man, I don't know. That's that's something. And I'll tell you what, I believe 100%, I know exactly what you're talking about and that she was there and she is someone who, you know, you can't it, uh my mom wrote this so beautifully. She said that nothing can separate the bond between our hearts. And that's as real as anything, you know. And so that's something that, you know, you'll always have. And it's weird how 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 that, you know, manifests itself. It, whether it's in We've talked about smells, we've talked about sights and sounds and those things, and so I think it's beautiful, you know, reading um, that out loud because someone's there listening. so
3: wow, yeah, I mean like just tears. uh, uh you know i'm I, I'm hearing you read this, and I'm thinking about you know times that you've told me uh don't don't share these, but just you know times you've told me where you feel like you know, since your mom's been gone that you've felt her there. Yeah. You know, things that have happened or uh, times where you just kind of felt her presence or in the dream world, you know, and I just think mm-hmm. that that is real. That stuff, you know, and, and a lot of people don't would would, would write that off or say that's it is a coping me- mechanism or it's imagined, but but it's not just something. else. I, I think that's the same magic that makes Middle Earth real. Yeah. I think it's the same magic that binds our hearts together. That that is real. Yeah, that is real. And I think it's funny, you know, talking about, um, you know, Richard's story just before, you know, he talks about, um, uh, you know, discovering a greater power and a greater like uh, uh, reconnecting to a faith, uh, whatever that is for you. uh, And how they they all just kind of like tie in um, Mm -hmm. together, honestly, Uh, you know, it's. Uh, C.S. Lewis, so not Tolkien, talked about deeper magic. (laughs) And he talked about, and and it it was, um, a conversation between Tolkien and, and Lewis that actually turned, uh, Lewis from atheism, honestly. And he said, um, the magic of, of, of one story makes all the other magic real, uh, he mm-hmm. said it better than, than I just said it there, but that's that's the that's the idea really, and uh, that's the reason these stories are so powerful. That's the reason we're on these journeys, and uh, wow, Kathy, that that's really beautiful. And I and she Ezra's not going to read this because he's too humble, but the <laughs> P.S. is the first thing I read in this email. Ezra, I could listen to your voice for hours saying anything, winky face, and <laughs> you know, I, honestly. Kathy, I know exactly what you're – there's a reason that he and I sit here and talk for, what are we going on, four hours now of just straight talking into <laughs> microphones, and it doesn't get old. His yeah. voice, I know. It's like uh, when I – I was getting into podcasts, had my favorites, and then – oh, my gosh, this was two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I stumbled upon uh, Rebel Watch, and I was like, Ezra Kirk, my long-lost friend, has a podcast? And I would sit and I would listen to it because it was like it was like hanging out with him again. And it was after a couple months. I, I don't even I know if it was that long. I text him. I'm like, dude, I'm listening to the podcast. It sounds amazing. And it's
4: just cool how, uh, yeah. A, well, a I, remember voice, what you, I remember what you said. You said it sounds like I'm sitting it, it right did. next to you. And, it did. I and would it feels like that. Yeah. And I was
3: like, that's it. I'd either be uh, mowing the yard, working out in the garage. Uh, well, you spending- guys are... Quiet time or 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 in bed, you know, I mean getting ready to go to sleep and it and it felt it, it was just good for the soul. So I know what you mean. Some people's voices, uh, they they put everything at ease, they set everything right. And you can listen to them forever. So.
4: Wait, let me tell you something. You guys are crazy, okay? Because uh, I appreciate that. Do your kids say that. the same I, thing? That's cool. Uh, Kathy, I love you for saying that. That uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it. I wasn't going to read the P.S., but thanks, Lane. Uh, no, it's it's <laughs> it's funny because my my kids will tell you otherwise. Mr. Kirk can put us to sleep, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, that's a gift too. That means you're comforted. I, hey, no, and I honestly count I take it, that as a compliment. Let me tell you right now, if I'm not getting yep. observed, phew, nap time, baby. Put them you down know? man put those kids down It's just like let me just monotone this and just yeah. you know just
3: like old
2: it's thousands. a
4: skill it is a skill i can i think we could probably put a lot said, of people to sleep if you too. said to me if you said mr kirk you have five minutes put these kids to sleep watch me
3: yeah oh man i'm telling you i can turn it on like yeah that. actually i had a friend a teacher friend caitlin barry who uh last year and she's uh, the wife of one of my best buds who plays rugby rafael mm-hmm. and uh she knew that we were doing this. She was like, "Yeah, I listen to it sometimes." She was like, "Your guys' voices are so comforting. It, like, just puts me to sleep sometimes." Really? I was like, oh, "Put wow. you to sleep?" Okay, yeah. Well, fine. like it's like a sleep. Sure. It's, it's a good thing, comforting. That's, you know, yeah. puts you to sleep. So wow. I was like, "Wow." But I'm so a lot of people be like, "Seriously, we're that boring?" And I take it as a compliment. It's like, "Wow, well, that's that's great." Yeah, I, sure. I'm not comparing my voice to your. I'm just saying. No, you're. I think great. tag I teaming it, we could be a good uh, ASMR sleep sleep, sleep channel. Podcast. Maybe we'll yeah. do it. Just no farting. Uh, oh, that was me nice that, that did that. All right, let's do a little... Uh, again, we're snowed under with Bywater Post. Keep them coming, guys. We yeah. love it. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you both. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. They're always gorgeous. Uh, strawberries with cream over the river and through the wood. Elijah Wood? Wood Elijah? Who knows, really? Uh, recording. We're recording this before Thanksgiving, um, but uh, in hindsight but oh. also foresight yeah foresight uh, yeah. which lord of the rings slash hobbit film will you make sure to watch while on break mm-hmm. you know we got a lot mm-hmm. of time and also there's some downtime where you can uh you know pl- plop in a favorite film are you planning on watching any of them or if you could which one would you get y- into y- they're long movies you can't do them all yeah right but you know
4: uh this for me has changed um like there's like Favorite parts that I go to in all of the original three Lord of the Rings. Okay, but Why don't you I could list those? the Is the too many parts, parts? to list. That's yeah, way top too many. Top five, but, but there's okay. yeah, yeah, top five would be yeah, take too long. There's a lot of different parts that I love to just go watch. Yep, can skip right I past Listen that part. Like let's get to the next best part. Yep, yep. blah blah. Uh Two Towers has a lot of those. Actually Two Towers is one I could just watch straight through. Yeah, That's the really one I wrote down. Uh Return of the King. Eh, there's parts I could skip in that. It's too but... emotional, man. I mean I Yeah, there's there's and yeah. the endings. The endings are like I get done and I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me recently, this has been a new found thing. It's like I watched on vacation back in the summer, I told you guys I watched the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. And I went nuts. Did with you the, read my what answer? No. It's literally um, the same thing. Well, I didn't really say two towers. I said multiple things. But anyways, I you said two towers. I would go, go back and team. watch the the Hobbit. I love the trilogy. I, I, the first, I like the first one, but I would first watch the trilogy. The the trilogy. The trilogy.
3: <laughs> I watch trilogy again and say how I it would, feels. That's what I would do.
4: Um. So yeah, you know, there's uh. Yeah, that's what I've been trying. Wow. Anyways, um, yeah, that trilogy. The Hobbit. Uh, yeah, this so, is a really boring Strivers
3: with cream because I I plan on I want to two towers. Are you copying, copying, me? Are you copying? me, dude? I want to watch Two Towers because that's what we're reading. We're stuck in that, and it used to be a favorite of mine. And and uh, you know, haven't watched it as much recently. When I have time, I watch the first forty five minutes of Fellowship and the last forty five minutes of Fellowship because I think the last, I think the last half an hour of the Fellowship of the Ring is the best, is film at its finest. Every aspect of that last how many times you get tell us that Lane you know at least a hundred okay I'm gonna say it every episode now so uh, but I'm gonna try and watch two towers and if I'm gonna watch The Hobbit I wanna watch them all three I feel like every time I watch it it's a little bit better yeah uh, I I find things that I like there's still some stuff that's just really hard to get around it's just ridiculous um, can I tell you something but yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
4: sure I thought they smelled
3: bad on the outside you know I just uh... that's a different film oh okay sorry is that where you put it in is that <laughs> you said weeks ago you're going to drop that i think you just either that was <laughs> oh, that coincidental. was pretty good wasn't it that was I pretty don't good know if you really remember that was intentional i, I would no i don't think so are you kidding me that was so intentional that's a long time to hold on to something you're darn that's right what it was. She said. i did a great job all right uh share the load my friend we're gonna yeah. get some more appendices recorded here guys uh, i have been i want to apologize for the travel pod not being up as regularly um those will be coming back on a patreon i actually this week i had a down minute and i looked at my old schedule
5: mm-hmm.
3: yeah of there and back again and yeah. i was like wow i'm like 10 months behind i had originally planned to, have to do it you know one yeah. every month but i'll get back to doing that i'll get ezra cornered and show him pictures and make him sit in there with me and we'll get last those time done. we shared the mic it was a lot of fun it was so much fun i think yeah. it was the best That's one the yeah. way we have to do it right going so, forward, we're gonna, so we're gonna do it that way going forward yeah yeah, uh, but we've got other stuff we're gonna put on. We're gonna go record dependencies for real this time. Yeah, we're gonna take the gear. We're gonna jump on Discord so they, uh, you know, our patrons can can check it out too. And we're gonna go walk on the trail. Yeah, we are. It's gonna be scary. It's midnight. It's one, no, it's, it's one a.m. 1 uh, on Wednesday morning, and we're gonna go walk the trail and see what we encounter. Squatch maybe. We'll Dear see. God, I hope not. I hope not, too. Uh, so,
4: anyways, if you want to check out all that goodness, uh, head on over to uh, patreon.com forward slash uptalkingtolkien and uh, check it out there. And, yeah. It's, all our uh, social
3: media, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, at Uh Instagram is back up, guys. I was able to. So, I, I apologize. For a while, every time I'd log in, it would crash. Yeah. Uh, even when I deleted the app. I don't know. It's part of the Millennium Falcon. Which, by the way.
2: Oh! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
3: I was going to play that and and talk at the same time, but too slow. Um, Amazing. Uh, I I said I I, I told uh, our Discord friends that I had an announcement about the phone. Uh, You guys heard my, uh, you know, kind of my disappointing news a few weeks ago that I would, you know, I'm doomed to have a phone too big for my little tiny hands. Well, guess what? Not so, folks. Because, out of sheer curiosity, I got onto Mm Verizon.com. In exercise and futility, I looked looked for an iPhone SE again, which I've checked time and time again. Sold out, sold out. Something kept drawing me back. Was it the forces of good? I don't know. Yeah. But there were two colorways that are in very low stock. Rose gold and gold. And let me tell you what, guys. Yeah. All that is glitter, dot gold. Yeah, yeah that's for you, Jaron Tolkien. <laughs> all that is gold, all, all all that glitters is not gold. But sometimes, you know, that iPhone, the glitter, glitter is gold, stuff is pretty. It's pretty glittery. So I have ordered an iPhone SE. Yeah, in the gold colorway, proud just like the Ring of Sauron, and I will have that little tiny phone. I'll be getting rid Good. of this three-year-old cracked piece of junk that's too big for my hand. And I'm just thrilled, guys. I'm thrilled. Win. So, anyway, all that to say, every time I was bringing up our Instagram account, it was crashing. Yeah. No matter what. Well, I logged back in and it's back up and running now. So, that will be active again. Good. You know, I know your lives have been very hey, empty our, without
4: that. Uh, fire up the Twitter. I, I went in there. I'll tell you afterwards. I uh, did some new updates there, too. So, kind of excited. Say it again. The, did you just touch me? The Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good, too. I, I got on there and did some stuff. So Excellent. Cool. So we're tweeting again. Go check it out.
3: Um, all it's right, at Tolkien, talking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We said that. Uh, time for Weekly well Wishes, formerly Fortnite farewells. Excuse me. We want to uh, thank you for taking the road to Isengard with now, us. We want to thank you for putting up with us. All right? We want to thank you. Yeah, it's always scripted, and I usually do a pretty good job of delivering so it. So really we appreciate fudge it. it up. We really appreciate it. Okay, Lane, take it easy. Gosh, this is what you have to deal with all the time. All the time. We want to thank you for stepping... Uh, no. No. See, now you're going to have to edit this No, I'm not We want to thank you for taking the road to Isengard with us Our next episode, will be wading through the Flotsam and Jetsam Chapter Mm 9, Book 3
4: That'll be fun Uh, If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us Write a review, leave a
3: comment, or send us a Shadow Facts See you in a Hobbit fortnight And remember, Frodo lives for Thanksgiving
2: I'm Grim Warm Tongue, and you're listening to Straight From Warthunk. The time where you get to hang out with men. Not there no more. Me and my new master, Saruman. And we talk about all the evil things we're going to do with that white hand. You watch out. Especially if we're out in the Westfold. We're coming for you first. Unless you join us. <laughs> <laughs>